and we are live. How's everybody doing? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank you for joining me tonight. You could be almost in the world, almost anywhere in the world, which right here with me. Appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on tonight. There's a whole lot happening. Uh, shout out to those super woke kids over at Arizona State University who completely freaked out, melted down over a Police Lives Matter sticker and the Multicultural Center. I mean, I'm not really sure what was so special about this little area. It just was like an open spot with some tables and chairs. What's the big deal? I'm in college. Let me study. We'll talk about that also. Um, shout out to The View and their ridiculous stunt with the, um, the, the co-host Anna Navarro and Sonny hosting. Tested positive for the virus, didn't have to get escorted out right in the middle of the show. Sure that he could have done that before the show started, I presume, but maybe having them leave right then and there just made more sense. I don't really know. We'll talk about that also. On me in the Hellcat, I'm going to get to that because this story is really, really near and dear because I've been following it for a long time. I, I know about these laws and how these guys with a bunch of money can pretty much do whatever they want. But sometimes the federales and other people want to make an example out of a guy to prove a point and not necessarily to engage in law enforcement. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all like... I thank y'all again for joining me. You guys could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. And I appreciate y'all for that. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into ASU. We're going to get into the view on me and the Hellcat, uh, the Haitians at the border. It's a whole lot going on. There is a whole lot happening and we're going to dive into all of it. But shout out to y'all for joining. And thank you to everyone who's listening on audio streaming services, whether that be Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. If you didn't know, this will be recorded as audio only, and you can view it on those platforms I mentioned. A link for that will be in the description box, or you could just go to those platforms like Apple iTunes and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Please give me a five-star rating. Please give me a referral, a share, a like, comment, subscribe, whatever you can do over there. I'd appreciate you if you did. We also got to talk about unvaccinated um, healthcare workers in New York possibly being replaced. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to start right there. Let's let's start right there. And then we're going to get into some other things and, and we'll see how they all kind of connect. Now, shout out to um, the new New York governor. What's her name? The new New York governor's name is uh, Kathy Hochul. H-O-C-H-U-L. So this woman was asked on television about the upcoming mandate to get the vaccine. This applies to healthcare workers, and I'm not really sure who else. But I'm sure there's other workers in New York who are going to be affected by this. So there's a mandate that you got to get the vax, and a lot of healthcare workers are not going to comply, and they're going to get fired as a result, or they're going to quit. They're going to be finding other employment. Basically, they're not going to be out there treating patients as a result of this. Now, what I know about New York City specifically, not necessarily the whole state, but I'm sure that this number that I'm going to tell you 
is not that much different in New York State as it is from New York City, if that makes any sense. 75 or so percent of black New York City residents between the ages of 18 to 44 are not vaccinated. 75% are not vaccinated. Three out of four blacks between the ages of 18 to 44 in New York City do not have the vax. I'm not saying it incorrectly. I'm not saying 75% are vaccinated. 75% are not vaccinated. Do not have the shot. So I know like out here, Tennessee, where I'm at, especially in Virginia, there are a lot of black female nurses. There's a lot of black. I know plenty of them. Shout out to my family members as nurses. I got two cousins, first cousins that are nurses Two, Okay. Like I'm talking about like my sisters, they're nurses. So I know a lot and a lot of people are kind of hesitant about getting this. It's like, wait a minute. I don't know if I want to do this. You know, this might not be right. So they're going to be affected heavily by this thing. Now, I fully expect to see Black Lives Matter out there protesting because remember, I did a video about Black Lives Matter in New York City because they were protesting against the restaurant called Carmine's. Uh, There was a party of, I think, nine black women. Six of them were able to get into Carmine's because they showed their little vets card or whatever, and it was all good. They can get in. But three of them, all black women, again, in their late 40s, mid to late 40s, were not allowed to get in because I think something was wrong with their proof of vaccination and they came from Texas. So I don't know if it was a fake vax card, uh, a different kind of vax card and not really used to seeing, whatever the case may be, they were denied entry. And as they came out, they're upset. So they engage in the fight with the hostess outside. So the next day or shortly thereafter, here comes Black Lives Matter protesting, bullhorns in the face. And they were talking about how a lot of black New Yorkers are not vaccinated. This is a problem. They're the Gestapo. So I fully expect to see Hawk Newsom and his, and his friend girl out there protesting the game because it is. Now, what they're going to do is replace people who are fired or want to quit because of the mandate. They said they're going to get out um, temporary work visas to health workers like from the Philippines because I don't know if you know about you know, like New York and whatnot, but it's a lot of Filipino or Filipina, pardon me, nurses in that particular area. So they're going to bring in foreigners to New York on a visa to replace the citizens. And you're going to have um, disproportionate amount of people that are replaced be black women. So is there going to be a protest? Is there going to be a march? Is there going to be some kind of parade? If there's going to be a march, can I get tickets? Can I can I get first dibs on the, the telly, the hotel room in New York? I, I want a bed bug free and roach and rat free hotel room. Is that possible in New York or not? Nah? But anyway, I want to go because I want to see if they're going to actually have a protest. And they should not even necessarily because of the race thing. If you're Black Lives Matter, this should motivate you. But I'm talking about just for regular citizens. You're being replaced by foreigners. Now, haven't we said this before? Haven't we said this thing about replacement? There's a certain guy on a certain news network. Used to wear both sides all the time. He has a kind of a blank stare. Like there was a certain guy that said something like this and they want to call him racist. 
They want to call him a xenophobe. They want to call him other, all of these obit-hopes in this. They want to call him that, but here he is being vindicated. Oh, Tucker Carlson, of course. You guys know what I'm talking about. They said he's a racist. We're talking about so-called replacement theory. Matter of fact, do I have an article? Let me pull it up right quick so you know what I'm telling the truth. So you, you know I'm telling the truth. And, yeah, they were trying to fire him and everything. It was It was crazy. Matter of fact, here it is on Deadly Beast. Let me put it on the screen right quick. And here it is. So in case, in case you can't see the headline, it says, Tucker pushes racist, quote, great replacement theory yet again. AD over news call for Fox to fire him. This was September 23rd, 2021. Like just a couple of days ago. But yet you have the New York governor saying, we're going to replace you for not getting the shot because we force you to get it and you know when to get it, then we're going to replace you. And then some of these, you know, 5,000 IQ rocket scientists are talking about, well, you're not being forced to get it. You have a choice. No, you don't. There's no, there's no choice you want to have. Like I'm working my job and I'm doing my thing. I might be a nurse for the past 15 years. I enjoy my job. I enjoy treating patients. I enjoy being, in a community, doing right by the community. All of a sudden, one day they say, hey, you know what? Thank you for what you're doing. You're doing a great job for the past 15 years, but check it out. You're going to get this shot or you get fired. Is that a choice? Because you don't want to do either one. What you want to do is not get the shot and not get fired. But they're saying you must get the shot to keep your job. And if you don't, you're going to be fired. You don't want to do either one. That's like somebody putting a gun to your head in the middle of the night when you're unarmed, just kind of caught off guard. And they say, hey, give me your wallet or I'm going to shoot. Do you have a choice? Oh, he wasn't forced. He was given an opportunity to get the wallet up. And he wouldn't die. It's like, well, I don't want to get robbed. I don't want to lose my money, but I don't want to lose my life either. So I got to pick one. I don't want to do either one. You're being forced. You're being coerced. You're being put into an unreasonable situation. But, hey, this is what people vote for. They, they voted for it. We warned them. We talked about great replacement theory. We, we talked about that happening. And the southern border is a prime example of that. Where do you think all these uh, so-called migrants are going? Why is that border open? People who are desperate to get here will do pretty much anything to get into the country, to, to leave their country, and maybe get to America to do anything. Did you guys see in Afghanistan where the people were um, affixing themselves to the landing gear of the plane and plummeted to their deaths? Just to try and leave Afghanistan, and they might get to the U.S., maybe. So they'll do pretty much whatever to get into the country and stay and get money, send it back to their country. Oh, yeah. If I got to get this shot, it's no problem. So that's what's happening right now. But these are the same people that are voting 90% for the same party. So when people talking about, you know, what can we do to reach people that vote for the Democratic Party and it's not really working? I mean, I'm not really sure what can be done with people that don't really want to see this. I think a lot of people are starting to see things like this, and that's waking them up. That's part of what woke me up back when I was still asleep, still in the Matrix pod. I would see things that were done that didn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, okay, I don't like that. Let me go a different direction and do something else because I don't like what's happening here. 
if people can't see that, if they don't understand what's going on, if they don't understand that that party that they vote for at a 90% clip is not doing right by them, that don't care about them, that will replace them whenever they need to, that don't care about their health or their well-being or anything like that, I mean, if you can't see that's going on, then there's nothing I can really do for you. I, I really can't do much, not in the least bit. But shout out to everybody that is awake or at least open-minded to try and see what's happening because I think what happens is a lot of people in their mind, they, it's kind of closed off already. You can't even really enter a closed mind. But there's a little crack, a little opening. You're able to get in there, and when you see things like this, oh, we're going to replace you, we don't really care, whatever, whatever, then you see what's going on. When uh, And speaking of BLM, BLM, Black Lives Matter, we see what they do. They're around come election time, for the most part, on a, on a big scale. Uh, 2016, they were really heavy. 2015, too, but 2016 and 2020. As soon as the election happened, I'm talking about as soon as November rolled around, they pretty much packed it back up. I guess the budget got dried up. I guess Patrice Cullors couldn't get any more houses or any more investment properties or whatever she got going on. A $3.4 million real estate portfolio talking about, oh, I don't spend any money from Black Lives Matter. I get all my money from speaking engagements and book sales. It's like, please, come on. Everybody does that, but who has $3.4 million real estate portfolio? What, what person that just does speaking engagements and is not some type of really, you know, big celebrity can make money just off of that and pay for really expensive things like housing and a whole a house with an airplane hanger. She probably has a private jet as well, but don't want to tell you, but that's a different story. Anyway, the budgets rolled up, the budget money dried up in November, and we've not really seen them on a national level since. But they'll be back. They'll find some random story to pick up on and contort artifacts to make it fit their narrative and they'll rally you on that. That's how they always do. And if people can't see that, if they can't see that obvious pattern, then what am I going to be able to do to reach them and to tell them, hey, what you're doing right here ain't working. This ain't really the way. They got to see that on their own. I can't convince them of what is happening right in front of their eyes. Um, you know, I talk about Yuri Bezmanov all the time. Shout out to my man, Yuri Bezmanov. If you've not seen the clip from him from back in like 84 about what's happening right now, about... Uh, subversion and communism and the old Soviet KGB way. Please watch that on YouTube. Yuri Bezmenov, Y-U-R-I-B-E-Z-M-E-N-O-V, Yuri Bezmenov, please watch him. But he spoke about this. He said the brainwashing, once that's in effect and it's taking hold, you can't convince somebody of the thing that's true when they don't want to believe it. You can physically take them to concentration camp and be like hey look at that look at the camp look at all these starving and dead people they refuse to believe it you can show them physical evidence documents pictures videos it ain't gonna matter just like with the whole um the Uyghur camp in china there's videos pictures evidence and what they say in china oh that's not there you don't see that oh really i don't see that <laughs> it's like come on it's like trying to have shaquille o'neal hide behind a tree Talking about you don't see me. Like, sir, you're seven feet tall and about the size of a baby grand piano. You're the size of a whole um, Toyota 4Runner. Sir, I see you behind the tree. It's it, but some people are so brainwashed, they won't even see him. And that's the problem. That is a problem. So shout out to Yuri Bezmanov and shout out to everybody that is watching. I appreciate you guys. 
If you enjoy what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you could do that for me, I most certainly appreciate you guys. And speaking about, you know, immigration and replacement and whatnot, let's go to the Haitians at the border. Yeah. Now, just so, just a disclaimer, shout out to all the Haitian illegal immigrants. You know, I got Haitian friends or whatnot. Shout out to y'all. Good people. I don't care where you come from. You can come from um, the Caribbean, South America, Central America, uh, Asia, Africa, Europe, Antarctica, Pluto, Mars, the moon. I don't care where you come from. Just do things the legal way. Come to the country legally. If you come to the country legally, I don't got a problem. I have no problem at all. Now, there is a different question about immigration in general as far as legal immigration, but I have no problem if you follow the law. What am I going to say to you? Oh, you shouldn't have followed the law and came to the country? It makes no sense. Follow the law and come to the country legally. I don't have a problem where you come from, period. It doesn't matter. My issue is with illegal immigration. And also my issue is with media misrepresenting the thing to make it appear to be something that it's not. Speaking about the Haitians at the border. Now, you had 15,000 of them at the border. And they're talking about, you know, they, they were getting whipped and whatnot. This simply wasn't true. And the, the question is, after all the, the hubbub, after all the, the smoke is cleared from that whole situation, where are they now? Where are they now? And why is it not really a big deal that they're here? Understand this. I know a lot of them didn't come from Haiti, like directly, meaning they're Haitian, but they may have been in South America for a long time in Chile and Brazil and whatnot. But if they came from Haiti recently, Haiti has a less than 1% vaccination rate, right? So I find it weird that a lot of the progressives, they want to push vaccination real heavy requirements and whatnot for the vaccination. But then they say to the Haitians, oh, no, nah, it's all good. Come on over. I know you're not vaccinated. I know you guys are not really wearing masks or anything, but come on into the country. Matter of fact, come into the interior of the country because on the border, you're being mistreated. You're being beat with a whip. Although no video evidence of that is available. The border agents did not have whips. And it's really unfortunate because you had guys that got put on administrative duty for doing that for allegedly beating people they didn't do. It, it was crazy. But because of all the hubbub and all the media attention, it was kind of a smokescreen, and now they're mostly gone. And they're majority in the interior of the country. There was a story going around talking about a lot of the Haitians are being deported. That's not true. Some of them are being deported. It's the same way that some of all illegal aliens are deported. The problem is all the illegal aliens that get through and are just let through. They're released with a court date that they're not going to show up for. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. You know, the, the whole thing with the border is a joke, right? And I'm going to get to the so-called border czar Kamala Harris in a minute. But the whole thing is a joke. You have Alejandro Mayorkas, whoever talking about the border is closed. Don't come to the border. Same thing with Kamala Harris. Don't arrive at the border. We're going to send you back. All this, that, and the third. They say that. But then when all these illegal aliens get there, they can generally get inside the country, especially if they are a so-called unaccompanied minor. You're 16 years old with a whole mustache and a baby on the way. 
but you're a quote unquote unaccompanied minor. All right. Anyway, unaccompanied minors going in. Oh, you got brought by a coyote and the coyote's gone now. Don't worry about that. Come on in. Pregnant mom, come on in. I saw one story that you guys may have heard about before that I've mentioned before on the channel. Remember those uh, caravans that came through? Those caravans are crazy. But anyway, one of the caravans came with at least one pregnant woman. I'm talking about get ready to pop any moment now. Once she got to the border, I don't know how she did it, but she timed it perfectly. Once she got to the border, she hopped over the so-called fence or whatever that was. It wasn't a wall. It was just like a low area. She hopped over that. And within a matter of hours, she had a baby in the U.S. It was like she went into labor after the defense hop. That pretty much jarred her loose. You understand? So that is an anchor baby. Since the baby was born right here in America, that is a U.S. citizen. So you can't leave the baby by itself, right? If you are an illegal alien and you got an American citizen, you can't, baby got to take care of itself, right? You can't can't leave the baby here so now she gets to stay but all of a sudden here comes a husband out the blue so she's married already and here comes a whole nother four-year-old <laughs> so this whole thing about pregnant woman trying to find her way single mom all of a sudden becomes a mama too with a husband a family of four instantly right away that's how they play us and they know that these people are not dumb these are not I think a lot of these um, these left-wing people think that these illegal aliens are just dumb people. I don't understand that. It's just kind of an elitist attitude. Oh, they're illegal aliens. They can't speak English, so they're dumb. It's, no, they're smarter than you are. <laughs> they know how to game this system. They're not dumb people, and they got money, too. They're paying coyotes five and 10000 U.S. dollars for a one-way ticket to get to the border for one person. Five to $10,000 U.S. Do you have that? To throw away because you might not make it. Do you have that in your pocket? So I don't want to hear nothing about these poor, you know, uh, poor and hungry. Don't know anything. These guys speaking multiple languages. They did an interview with a Haitian guy and he's speaking Spanish. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not Haitian Creole. That's not French. Why are you speaking Spanish? Uh, is he, you know, Dominican? Maybe, but he it's probably because he had been in. Chile for the past eight years waiting to come to the U.S. and learn how to speak Spanish in Chile. Or he might have been bilingual in Haiti and went to Chile. This guy been all over. The, he's traveling the whole world from Haiti to Chile to the U.S. These guys are, are globetrotters just trying to find little, um, little, little ways in the back door to avoid going through all the, the checks and balance. And matter of fact, isn't it, that, isn't, isn't it true that you have to have a... Um, a vax or a shot to travel to certain places like the U S from certain countries. I think Australia is like that. Maybe even Canada. So let me get this straight. You got to wear a mask, maybe even get a vax or whatnot to travel into the U S from some of these countries, but you could just walk in with nothing and it's fine. They'll put you on a plane for free to send you wherever you want to go. Okay, you go to the southern border in Texas and you say, you know what? I got family in Minnesota. They'll give you a flight straight there. No problem. <laughs> you know, and is it going to be a commercial flight or is it going to be a charter flight? Is it, if it's a commercial flight and you on there with other passengers and it's not just Haitians or whatever, 
Is that dangerous? Is that called um what what they call that? A super spreader event or no? Speaking of super spreaders, let's talk about Kamala Harris right quick. Let's talk about Kamala Harris. Now, did you guys see that stunt on the view where they um they they brought out well first of all, let me back up a little bit. I guess they did tests. They did virus tests on the hosts before they went on onto the stage. But it's a live show, right? So I guess it did not get the test results back before they went on stage and started recording the show live. So they stopped the show live and took two of the hosts off, Anna Navarro and Sunday Hosting. Now, you know what? I thought about this part. Somebody, if they are woke enough, could turn it into a racial thing because Sunny Hostin and Anna Navarro are both Hispanic. I think, well, Sonny Hostin, her mother's Puerto Rican, her father's black American, and then Navarro's from Nicaragua, and the other two hosts are white. So it could have been, hey, get the black folks or the the, the, the colors off the stage so because we could bring Kamala Harris on. You can't have too many of these racially ambiguous folks on the stage at once. I don't know, but somebody could look at it that way if they want to find racism somewhere. But here's um, the clip in question. So they're live on the air. And you have on the left that Sunny Hostin, Ansucian Hostin is her name. And then you have Anna Navarro, the so-called Republican who is a Stone Cold Democrat. How do you call yourself a how are you called a Republican, but you are a far leftist, not even a normie leftist. You're further left than that Joe Manchin, who has never said anything other than he's a Democrat. But anyway, I digress. Here is what happened live on air. Now, if you guys didn't see this, or even if you did, you tell me, is it a stunt or no? Two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and, and, uh, and, and we're going to bring Sonny you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll tell you why in a couple of minutes. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So, vice president. No. No. Nope. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance. Let's do a tap dance. So, and just for context's sake. This happened right before Kamala Harris was going to come on stage. So they were going to bring her out and interview her, right? And I guess they did a virus test just to make sure that the hosts were safe and were not going to spread anything to Kamala. But surely they could have done this before the show started. I mean, I'm not really sure how long the test take to come back, yay or nay, but I'm thinking, okay, have an earlier call time, get to the spot a little bit earlier, the night before you test and don't go anywhere, something they could have prevented this from happening, but they didn't. And in my opinion, it's about just trying to just trying to um, engage in political theater. Since this is going to be a major news story any minute now, yeah. what happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case and they'll be okay, I'm sure. And why call it a breakthrough case? Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, already said that the vax cannot, does not shield you from transmitting the virus, meaning you could still catch it and spread it the same as someone who is not vaccinated. That's what she said on television. It's not me making it up. Matter of fact, I think Lena Wynn, not sure who she is anyway. If you guys got some that, that doctor, the Chinese doctor, Lena Wynn, is she a government official, a regular normie doctor? Who is she? Anyway, 
she was saying that you could carry a higher viral load of the virus if you vaccinated and you could spread it the same as an unvaccinated person. So basically what she was saying, before we get back to this, you need to get vaccinated to protect yourself against vaccinated people. If you're unvaccinated, you could be more at risk of catching the virus because someone is vaccinated. You see what I'm saying? You'll be less at risk from an unvaccinated person than a vaccinated person. But you got to get vaccinated because um, you need the extra armor. It's just like the vaccine from what she was saying, you protect yourself more, but you're also a more deadly spreader. It kind of cancels itself out, don't it? But anyway, I digress. Sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo, you know, a lot of vaccines. So, um, <laughs> up the wazoo, huh? Now, I think Kamala Harris came on. Oh, here it is. So here, here we go. Here is Kamala Harris on. Now, I guess what happened was she was backstage and they didn't bring her out. So then they put a camera back there and interviewed her that way. So I don't understand. It's like, okay, you kick Anna Navarro and Sonny Hosting off air because they tested positive. I mean, you may as well cut them out there and kept her in the back so then it wouldn't have been no contamination. Why must it have, like, if if you weren't going to bring Kamala Harris out, just leave them out. You see what I'm saying? But maybe it's just me. And really, was Kamala Harris even in the studio? Was she even there? Or was she in D.C. or Delaware somewhere but hanging out with Joe Biden? Was like, what's really going on? But here's her, um, a piece of the interview that she did quote-unquote backstage wherever backstage may be i just want to say i hope that you're in a safe spot right now we did everything we could to make sure that you were safe because we value you so much well thank you joy and to everyone and listen i i I, sunny and anna are strong women and i know they're fine but it really also does speak to the fact that they're vaccinated and vaccines really make all the difference because otherwise yes. we would be concerned about hospitalization and worse. They are double vaccinated. Yeah. So basically it's a commercial. It's like, hey, this was really scary. I almost went out there, but you can be safe. Go out here and get the Pfizer shot. It's a commercial. It's like, man, come on. Are we, are, we, are we dumb here? Do we not see what's going on? So yeah. Oh, here's something about the, um, the horses. Now, the horses, uh, crowd control is a very simple thing. The, the, the Border Patrol on the horseback, that's normal. You're going to see that in police across the country. Anytime it's a big event or whatever, the horses are for crowd control. The horse does not want to trample you. By nature, they don't want to do that. Now, they can do it if they're ordered to by the officer, but that's not what they want to do. They want to just be a, a big barrier from someone trying to get rowdy. And also, it's an easy way for an officer to navigate through kind of tight spaces where you really couldn't put a car. Like, you can't really put a police car through a crowd of people, but you can put a horse through a crowd of people and not injure anybody. And you can just kind of maneuver quickly to certain places. You know, they were not whipping anybody. Those are horse reins. Those little strings are not a whip. They are a horse rein. As simple as that. They were trying to keep people from crossing the border illegally. And I think they were able to do that. 
The question is, where are the so-called migrants now? But let's see what she says about the horses. And the caption says, VP Harris says, images of border agents on horseback in the Del Rio sector were reminiscent of the era of slavery in the U.S. First of all, I've been very clear about the images that you and I both saw of those law enforcement officials on horses. I, I, I was outraged by it. I, it was horrible and, um, and, and deeply troubling. There's been now an investigation that is being conducted, which I fully support, and there needs to be consequence and accountability. Uh, the, human beings should not be treated that way, and as we all know, it also evoked images of some of the worst moments of our history, where that kind of behavior has been used against the indigenous people of our country, has been used against Africa. What, what's what's funny though? Like, why why she always laugh? Is that like a nervous kind of? Why is slavery funny? I don't get it. But we'll keep on going. In Americans during times of slavery, and um, so I'm glad to to know that that Ali Mayorkas, the secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, is taking it very seriously. So okay, now slavery really. So are we going to make those who are breaking the law? Because last I checked. Illegal entry into the U.S. was illegal. Are we going to conflate breaking the law with slavery? Is that what we're going to do? Meaning people that are trying to get into the country illegally, not doing the right thing. Slavery? Is that it? Is anybody forcing them to be here? We want them to actually not be here because they're not here legally. So how are you going to say that's the same thing as slavery? It's actually the opposite. We're trying to protect our country, not trying to, you know, conscript free people to work for us well maybe you guys are on the left kamala harris maybe y'all are but not us on the right anyway so yeah and my thing is kamala harris wants to have an investigation on the border but she is the border czar should she know what's going on should she be abreast of all the happenings of all the goings on and maybe there's just me thinking with a logical brain but hey We'll see what she does on the border, if anything at all. I can tell you right now, as far as her job performance, you know, would I give her an A through F? You're talking about an F minus. <laughs> You're talking about a, um, what they call like an E back in the day, if you just completely didn't even show up to class. That's what she gets right now. Didn't even go to where it's really hot. She went to El Paso. I was like, El Paso, really? They have a, a really, really good wall right there and a military base. It's very secure in El Paso. And in Juarez, on the other hand, it's not very secure. But in El Paso, it's beautiful. I love I love El Paso. But that's not where all the action is happening. Go to Del Rio, Texas, and go right there with the Haitians. You Caribbean, ain't you, Kamala Harris? If I was Jamaican, you fit right in, right? But different story. I digress. And the funniest thing I saw was people that were kind of like in these um, black center forums. I talk about centering in the moment as well, but in these black center online forums, they're saying, oh, I thought Kamala Harris would be very good for the Caribbean community. It's like, really? That's what you thought, Kamala Harris? The person that would threaten to lock people up for their kids not going to school when they're supposed to? For their kids being truant, locking the parents up for what the kids did? Where is what we going to do? Oh, okay. Hey. You, you, you didn't know any better. You were kind of ignorant, but now you know. If, if you don't know, now you know for sure. But thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. 
Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And what else we got going on? Oh, of course, speaking about centering and wokeness, let's talk about the woke kids at ASU. That's Arizona State University. Now, a lot of you guys have seen the video already where the young man had on the, um, he, not, he didn't have it on. He had a Police Lives Matter sticker on his laptop, and he's chilling in the multicultural center, minding his own business, just studying as him and his, his, his friend are just in there hanging out, and he gets verbally attacked by two young ladies who think the, the sticker is racist. They think he is racist because he's a white man in a, a, a non-white space with a sticker that, I guess, promotes police brutality or white supremacy or something like that. So, first of all, a lot of you guys said this as well. First of all, last I checked, um, there are more than one color of police officer, right? You have white police officers, black police officers. You got a little bit of everything going on. Well, officers, every color up under the rainbow. So why is it racist to support police? Police includes all races. Beyond that, why have this multicultural center where everyone is not invited? Isn't it for all cultures? So do you want to say multicultural center or do you want to just say um, non-white center? Now, if you're going to say non-white center, then there's got to be a white center too, or is that racist? If it's racist to have a white center, then it's racist to have a non-white center. And why even have a multicultural center on campus? That's the dumbest thing to me, because like I was saying in my video, being from Virginia, you have different colleges you can go to that have different racial makeups. You can go to majority white schools like ODU. It's kind of multicultural too. It's not just all white, but it's not as black as Norfolk State, which is an HBCU, or Hampton also HBCU, if you want to go to a majority minority school, go to a black college or go somewhere that has that. You got these so-called black people that are go to a 95% white school and then carve out a black space in the white school or the majority white school. Why? Why? Why do that? Why not just go to a black school? I don't really understand. I think the point of college really is to meet people from all over, just meet, meet everybody, talk to everybody, you know, um, having good professors, uh, finding new friends that are not just one particular race. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of college. I mean, if you need to go to college for a particular thing, like if you want to be a, a brain surgeon or something like that, then yeah, go ahead and go. If you have a defined career path that makes sense, you're going to make money and you're going to do it for a long time and you're going to gain skills. I say, go ahead and go to college. But me, just personally, I'm not a fan of college. I think it's kind of a waste and a scam. But if you're going to go, make sure you vet where you go so you enjoy it. They're talking about they've been fighting for five years to get this center on campus. It's like, what? Anyway, matter of fact, I'm going to put it on screen right quick so you, can, so you can see what I'm talking about. I'm not really going to play too much of the video, but I'm going to just put this part on screen if I'm able to. And I'm going to show you guys my man's sticker. There, there we go. So that sticker right there. 
kind of small, but it says police lives matter. He's just sitting there studying, minding his business. He's not trying to be antagonistic. He's just hanging out, chilling. They have uh, BLM stuff in there. He's not tripping. He's just minding his business, you know, hanging out. And they wanted to attack him for that. Now, if the shoe were on the other foot, if it was a place that was known to be majority white and you had some black folks in there with BLM stickers and they weren't causing the ruckus, they weren't causing any kind of problems, they just sitting there studying and then some white women or some, first of all, if it was white women, they'd be called Karen right away in this, in this situation. I don't look at the word Karen as a racial term. I look at, I call them Karens too. You could be a black Karen, a white Karen. You could be a black male Karen or a white male Karen. It's all the same. It's just somebody that is unnecessarily antagonistic and bothering you because of a thing you're doing. It's not really that difficult to just ignore. But they, it'd be a lot of race attached to it. It'd be kind of a national outcry. But because the guy's white, all of a sudden it's fine. I just want people to get treated the same across the board, regardless of what color they are. And uh, I don't know. It's it's not anything preferential because you're black or white or whatever. Treat everybody the same, but that's not what's happening. So I think there was statements that got put out. If I could find those, I'll put those on the, on the screen. I think there was like four statements that got put out. There's all kind of little student unions and stuff like that. They, they put those out there. Um, really weird. Just kind of, all over the place. And I think the core of the problem, why that man was attacked verbally by these women talking about your races and you got to leave. What is that? And the third is because of critical race theory. That's a big part of it. When you are taught from a young age, kindergarten K through 12, that the white man is to blame. The white man is racist. Police lives matter. That's racist. If they say anything other than black lives matter, they can say all lives matter. That's racist. If they're taught these things from a young age, and a lot of times it's reinforced by their parents, reinforced by their friend group, of course they're going to get to college and be 20, 21 years old. First of all, sounding like they're still 14 years old or younger, 11 years old in the voice, you sound mentally stunted because your education has put you in kind of an infantilized state along with your friend group and your parents. And then beyond that, you have this hatred in your heart, hatred in your brain for other races, you know, that's what happens with, you know, these extremist groups and cults and things of that nature. This is why we're trying to break apart critical race theory in uh, the school system, because they produce people like that. that were in a video attacking a young man, all because he had a police lives matter sticker on his laptop. That's the problem. What's the male version of Karen? I'll, I'll call them Karen as well. <laughs> I don't. Karen is a gender non-conforming term. Put it to you like that. But yeah, that's the problem. Critical race theory, uh, crazy, ridiculous liberal parents that that foster this kind of behavior, acting like it's okay. And when things like this happen, there's no real consequence. You know, it's it's just not good overall. But yeah, shout out to the young men for just, you know, not flipping out, not going too above and beyond, not getting out of control. But that kind of behavior has got to stop. It's, it's got to come to an end sooner rather than later, in my humble opinion. Yeah, if you hate other races, you're racist, for sure. All right. Now, 
I'm gonna get to um, I'm, I'm gonna get to Omi and the Hellcat, but first I'm gonna play this right here. Now this take from this young man is more of what we need. It makes more sense if you're gonna talk about critical race theory and things of that nature. Have this kind of discourse brought into it, and I'm not even saying that I 100% agree, but I 99.9% agree. Matter of fact, okay, let's put it on the screen right now. I'm not sure how old this young man is, but he appears to be like second grade, third grade, something like that. Just listen to him talk, and we'll keep on moving. The system is, a, is really not fair because the average person that's wealthy can easily pay their, pay their way out of prison. It's really all about money because the people who have the money are, always pay their way out. They hire the best lawyers, people that know they did the crime. But but still, but the people that are put on their death row are the people that hardly have anything, people that hardly have family. Think about it this way. And back to my favorite story, my favorite show, O.J. Simpson versus the people, the people. He literally paid his way out of jail. It wasn't from his lawyer. It wasn't from the jury. It was the way that he represented himself. It was the way that he paid people to let him free. See that right there. That's that's more of a that, that's a better take from a, a a little boy. A little boy, you got these so called grown adults in college screeching, hollering, carrying on at 21, 22 years old. This little boy had more sense than all of those creatures combined, and then some. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him. It's a lot of that going on. You know, um, you have Hunter Biden smoking crack. In the military, going to Ukraine, getting plenty of money, no experience, 10% for the big guy, nothing happens. The Clintons got a whole body trail behind them, nothing happens. They do whatever they want. Why? Connections. I got money and power and I could do whatever I want. It's not even the race thing. It's about money, power, connections. At a certain point, if you're a regular normie, you're kind of rolling the dice out there. But if you're up there in these top level positions, high levels, you know, high power positions, you could do whatever. We saw Hunter Biden smoking crack on a laptop. They said it was fake. It's Eastern European. Sir, I looking at him right now on the screen. Oh, that's not real. Then they verified it. Oops. Sorry, you were right. Sorry for banning you for a month from Facebook because you said that it was right. When we thought it was wrong, all that we knew it was right. When we said it was wrong, we were trying to, we were trying to hide it from you. They, they collude with the big um, industries with their money and power and influence to hide things from you. You see what I'm saying? So shout out to the young boy for just keeping it all the way real. All the way real. Yeah, OJ had the money. Everybody know OJ did that. The, the, the thing about OJ, it was people kind of celebrated OJ because they thought it was like, a moral victory for like for the black community. I mean, I didn't at that time I, when it happened, I didn't really understand what was going on. I was like 10, 9, 10, 11 years old. So I really didn't grasp it all the way, but it wasn't even about, did he do it? Everybody know he did it. It was just about, well, we got that one off. We, we won basically, but everybody knows he did it. Why would, why did he get off? Oh, you got the money. You pay, you pay to play. Average normal in a situation, he he be getting a chair. But anyway, now speaking about money and laws and whatnot, that brings me to Omi and the Hellcat. Now, Omi and the Hellcat, you guys may know, 
Um, I did a video about him. He's a YouTuber, really powerful, not not powerful necessarily, but popular YouTuber. That's about the same kind of subs I get, like 809,000 subs. Um, real flashy guy, kind of fat guy, black, got money, jewelry. You know, if you didn't know who he was, you would say he's a rapper or something like that, but that's not what he does. What he did was find a loophole in the copyright law that a lot of companies and people have exploited. Now, to put this in perspective, the Federale said that Omi and the Hellcats, quote unquote, um, what they call it, um, TV piracy scam was $30 million. They say that whole industry of piracy, copyright infringement, stuff like that, of streaming illegal movies and TV shows is $30 billion. So Omi and the Hellcat, 30 million, the whole industry, 30 billion. So his little piece is a fraction of 1% of the total. So why do you not hear about a bunch of guys going to the penitentiary for doing what he did? Now I'll explain what he did. What he did was um, he had a streaming service called Gears TV. You guys may have heard about that. You may know it. And I think what he did was he had like jailbroken fire sticks. He was able to sell them so you can get access to that particular, um, that app to watch TV. And you were paying them like 15 bucks a month. You had everything. You had cable TV, you had movies, you had all kind of stuff, but it was streaming. You didn't actually possess anything as far as a physical copy. So it wasn't like going to a website and downloading, um, you know, uh, um, Suicide Squad or, um, I don't know, Star Wars. You didn't download any movies. You didn't download any MP3s or anything like that. You were able to watch it, to stream it. This was not illegal. This was not illegal when he was doing it in between 2016 and 2019. Not illegal. It was in a gray area. It's very illegal to distribute. I, I got back up a little bit. It's very illegal to duplicate, reproduce, and distribute copyrighted material. So prime example, back in the day, I used to kind of do this. And I never did anything illegal under the law because I knew what the law was, even at like 16, 17 years old. What I was doing was selling CDs and DVDs, right? I knew that if you didn't have more than nine copies on you, you weren't, you weren't going to get in trouble. They weren't going to pull me over for having three copies of Barbershop 2 in my book bag on DVDs, burn DVDs. They're not going to do that. If I got three CDs, the latest Jay-Z album on burn CDs and little slim cases with Jay-Z written on it and black Sharpie, I'm not going to get arrested. And I never did. I, I saw guys in the mall with kiosks, with mixtapes, and never they never got any kind of problems. They were selling them, never got any kind of problems. You're only going to get locked up, back in the day at least, if you were mass reproducing. That's when you'd be get raided by the federal rallies. I think a guy by the name of DJ Drama and Don Cannon back in Atlanta, they got raided that way, and that was a mistake because the record label told them to do a mixtape with um with Gnarls Barkley, which was CeeLo Green. They told them to do a mixtape with them, but if they thought it was bootlegging, so they raided them and they took like 81,000 CDs. You understand what I'm saying? So they're only going to get you if you're mass producing 
physical stuff and giving it away. And then it became downloads like MP3s and AVI, MOV, MP4, etc. Right? The law was for that, but there was never a law for streaming, so there was a loophole. And Omi and the Hellcat made plenty of money through the loophole. Now, since there was no way to criminally prosecute anyone for this, what was happening was that guys were getting sued left and right, which is the appropriate action. You cannot lock anybody up. Matter of fact, they just made that illegal last year in December of 2020. And I'm going to read that right quick, just a little bit of it, so you know that I'm not telling you a lie. I know these laws like a lot because I did this before. I've, I've been doing this for a long time. Now, check it out. Here's a new law they put into the, the omnibus spending bill. Remember that? And people were asking, hey, why are they worried about um, DVDs and movies and stuff like that? Why is it in the spending bill? Well, it's because it was a loophole that existed for a long time. They were trying to stop it back in 2010 with the uh, SOPA Act, Stop Online Piracy Act, but they didn't, um, they didn't follow through with it. They didn't sign it into law. Barack Obama was the president, but they didn't do anything about it. So they let that loophole be open. Now, I wonder why they knew what the loophole was, could have closed it, but they didn't close it. Is it because some of their friends in high places said, hey, don't close that. I'm making a lot of money right here. Leave it alone. I wonder why. They knew what it was, but they didn't do anything to stop it. Now, here's the actual um, issue here. I'm put it on the screen right quick. I'm going to read it. It's real quick. I promise, real quick. I ain't going to hold you to too much. I ain't going to bore you to tears. Now, hold on. Let me make sure I'm in the right spot here. I don't want. I just want to read the right thing. Now, let me see. Okay, hold on. Basically, I'm trying to find the exact words, but that's what they were doing with this thing here. Okay, here it is. The bill specifically targets commercial or for-profit websites that operate as, quote, digital transmission services that primarily function to stream copyrighted material without authorization of copyright holders. This was created as a law in December of 2020, the Protecting Lawful Streaming Act of 2020. So before this, this was not illegal. You could stream stuff like that and get paid to, to offer that service and you wouldn't go to the penitentiary. No, no jail time or nothing because it wasn't illegal. You can get sued by the copyright holders, of course, but you wouldn't go to jail. And guys get sued all the time. What I don't like is that you can't even sue Pfizer or Moderna if you get injured by the vax and they require that. I wonder why that is. So this is what I'm talking about. Some of these laws don't make any sense at all. So when there is a thing that's not illegal, I don't got no problem. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. And if it should be illegal, make a law, which is what they did. They're trying to get Omi and the Hellcat for doing this, but he did it before the law was on the books. You can't try to try him for a law that's now on the books that was not on the books when he did what he did. It's called ex post facto. You can't do that. That's completely illegal. That's like saying, all right, we're going to make all Black Lives Matter protests illegal in 2025, and we're going to go back to 2016 and if you were at a BLM protest, you had on the T-shirt, we're going to send you to jail. No, can't do that. I don't like Black Lives Matter. I don't like BLM protests, but you can't do that. That's totally illegal. So that's it. But anyway, Omi and the Hellcat, what happened to him was he didn't pay his taxes. 
Now, if it was so illegal what he was doing, how are you going to pay taxes? It's because it wasn't illegal. And the problem is he had, like, his friend, like a girl from the hood, like an H&R Block type person, do his taxes. They are not prepared to do with legally gray areas, millions of dollars, multiple LLCs and S-Corps and all types of stuff. They're not prepared to deal with that. So he got jammed up from that point of view because she got overwhelmed with the tax responsibility. As I said, you need some Greenbergs and Goldbergs on your side, a whole legal firm to handle all of that. His uh, colleagues were doing the exact same thing that he did and made more money, hundreds of millions more dollars more money than he did, but they had a legal team on their side that made sure that they weren't going to get in any kind of trouble and they make sure that they weren't going to be on the radar of the federal rallies. I think what happened was Omi and the Hellcat was being real flashy. You got jewelry and cars and chains and whatnot. You driving up on the interstate, going right by the Federales in a Lamborghini with, with, the, with the doors up, driving. And they see you. Oh, we got to get him. So then, then, then they start digging to your background. Oh, you didn't pay your taxes. Oh, you out here doing this. Where did that money come from? You got money in the strip club? Are you money laundering? Are you selling drugs? What's going on? That's how they do. They, they target you. I know some guys that got locked up for selling drugs. I was never involved in no selling drugs. I never, I never did nothing like that. At this time, I was like selling flyers. So a lot of guys had clubs, nightclubs, or whatever, and I would do party flyers. And a lot of the guys that I was dealing with were unfortunately laundering money through the club. But I don't know what's going on. I'm just, hey, you need a flyer for your weekend party. I'll print it, design it, send it to you, deliver it to you, whatever. I'm getting my little money and that's it. I'll go about my business. I don't, need, I don't even like going to clubs. I don't even like, I don't even drink, let alone go to clubs. But anyway, they audited me in the city because they saw me with them. They targeted me because I'm right there with them. So that's a soft level of how they, they, they try to like see what's going on. Oh, are you involved in X, Y, and Z? You're pretty flashy. You got money in the strip club. What's going on? How are you driving this? What are you doing? And matter of fact, the lady from the city, when I called them about the audit, she was like, hey, what are you doing? Straight up, what are you doing? Selling flyers. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Just follow the, follow the directions and you'll be all right. That's how they operate. So if he was to be more low-key and had the Greenbergs and the Goldbergs on his side, good lawyers, good accountants, he'd be totally fine. Totally fine. So all this, oh, he broke the law, he stole. That's just them just trying to make an example out of him so you won't go out there flashy and whatnot and embarrass them because they're embarrassed that the loophole existed. They wanted to close it 10 years ago, and they didn't. That's what happened. So, yeah, shout out to Omi and the Hellcat. Uh, hopefully he beats the case. It's going to be hard because he'll probably go to jail for the tax evasion. He could pay the money. My thing about tax evasion is, if you can pay the money, why still go to the penitentiary? I don't understand. I don't get it. If you, it's like, it's like debtor's prison, right? You owe money to the IRS. If you could pay the money, then you don't go to jail. But you pay the money and still get locked up. They seize your assets. But do the assets go to your tax bill? So if the federal rallies raid you and take 20 cars of yours, do they sell the cars and apply that to your tax bill or no? 
Because if I was able to keep my cars, I could sell them and then pay taxes with that. It's kind of dumb. It's just like how you can go to jail for child support, but I don't want to go down that road. So I'm going to digress right now. But yeah, I, I just want people to be held to the same standard. And I want everybody to understand anybody watching, whatever you do, even if it's not in a legally gray area, follow the law, follow the law. And if a thing that, if, if it's a law out there you don't like, petition to get it changed, try and get it changed, try to update it, call somebody, get in the office, do it yourself or something, but follow the law. If you have weird laws in your state, you got to go. Like there's a, I guess, a lack of a law over in California where you could steal anything below $1,000 Wait, in San Francisco. You could steal anything below $1,000 and you won't get prosecuted for that. So if you go into a store and raid it, you get a whole big trash bag. I saw a guy with a whole big trash bag. He was going like this on the shelf. I'm talking about just swiping the shelf into the trash bag and walking right on out. Security guard right there looking at him. What's the security guard going to do? Security guard not going to stop him because he won't actually get in trouble. So what's the point? Security guard might be there just for like fights and stuff for, um, for client, for, for customer safety. If you got some kind of crackhead in there acting the fool, throwing doo-doo on the wall, something like that, they're there for that reason. But if you're stealing, they can't do anything to you because you won't get prosecuted for that crime. Now that's not right. That's not a good rule to have on the books, but you got to get that changed. You can't be the security guard that wants to go in there and be captain America because you're not going to be um, supported in that situation because the law is not on your side. So if you don't want to be there in that weird situation, you got to go somewhere else or get, try to get the law changed. That's how I feel about it. All right. I thank you all for being here, though. Yet again, definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. Oh, and back to Omi and the Hellcat. He's black, but he didn't even say anything about being black in the... When they interviewed him, he was just saying that he was flashy and the federalists didn't like that. So I like the fact that he didn't go to the whole race card thing. Now, he may have said that in other interviews, but I've never heard that from him in the time I've been watching him as far as what's happening with the case. I think it was just he was flashy and didn't pay his taxes. Now he's getting tripped to all the kind of crazy charges. I think the only thing that's going to stick is the tax evasion. They say he stole $30 million, but the charges say conspiracy to commit copyright infringement. So did he do it or not? OJ Simpson got charged with murder, not conspiracy to commit murder. Did you do it or not? Are you suspected of doing it or not? Can you get charged with copyright infringement and go to the penitentiary or not? I think the conspiracy charge is all they can do because what they want to get him on was not illegal when he did it. And that's the whole point I want to make about that. And I'll keep on moving. All right. So shout out to everybody that came into the chat. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. So I could not do it without you. And you guys know that, but I got super chats on deck. I'm going to read those right quick. Did I get to all the topics I want to get to? I think I did. Um, the view, woke kids. Yeah, I got to everything. So Yeah. I'm going to get super chats right quick, and then we'll keep on moving here. 
All right. Hold on. I just want to make sure that I saw everything. Let's go ahead and get to Super Chats. The number to call in a moment, y'all hang tight, is 434-658-1220. There it is right there, 434-658-1220. I'll get to that in a minute. Y'all just hang tight. Super Chats first, and we'll keep on rocking that way. Oh, and as far as Omi and the Hellcat and the whole copyright thing, if anyone wants to debate me on that, understand I'm going to win. So just, just, just... Be prepared already. Be ready for a loss. It's okay if you lose. I'm just trying to get you ready for it. All right. So let's go to um, Apple with a few super chats. As always, he says, ABL, last Wednesday live stream was so lit. It was your birthday. So many great callers. You red pill a liberty and you said you're going to write a book. Hey, man, that was a good show. I enjoyed that show. Thank you for being there. I appreciate you, boss. And he says, I'm going to buy you a book. Will you sign copies? I will sign some for sure. Um, but um, I'm not really sure how, I'm not really sure how many I'm going to sign, but I will sign some when I do write a book. He also said, I brought to Mrs. Logan. Best wishes to hap- for happiness. Well, what are you talking about, Miss Logan? My wife's birthday is not today. Um, also, ABO, please describe the first time you read Thomas Soul. <laughs> I don't really remember. When I read Thomas Soul at first, it was kind of like part of a complete journey that was going on, part of this whole red pill experience. So I can't really tell you about that particular experience by itself. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't really know. Thank you to Ricky Lee for your donation. Thank you to Chevy for your donation. Thank you to Andy, who says they are smearing the Arizona audit. They proved tens of thousands of fraud ballots, one million plus deleted files. Watch the live stream. No one's covering this. I mean, when they can, when they come to a conclusion and say, okay, this is what happened and we're going to resolve it, then I'll be on it. But until then, I don't like having that carrot dangling in front of my face, keeping it all the way real. But if they come to a conclusion and it makes a difference and I'm with it, I'll cover it at that point. Put it to you like that. Thank you to Greg Brown, who says, early comment, I know you may cover mounted horse patrols are used across the USA, including Washington, D.C. and New York City, same rigs, rings, and all. Of course, I've seen them myself. I've seen them in Virginia Beach on the oceanfront, on the boardwalk. I've been up and close on them, you know, and that's just, you have mounted police officers are everywhere. People, I feel like, have not really experienced anything at all. And whatever they see on television, they believe. You guys don't, obviously, because you're here with me. So you guys understand more. We got some big brains in here. But a lot of your normies who believe whatever they see on television don't have any other experience. So they just believe it. Apple says, defund the FBI, or should I say Proud Boys, LOL. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the Proud Boys. Speaking about the Proud Boys, um, <laughs> So the the Proud Boys, one of them was texting his FBI handler during January 6th. Didn't I say the Proud Boys were the Federales? Didn't I say that? You may have some good guys in the Proud Boys, maybe. But I feel like somebody said it on Twitter. I'm not sure who it was, but 
I'm gonna repeat it. And thank you for this comment, sir or ma'am, whoever you are. But they were saying the Proud Boys are a mix of Federales, LARPers, and a few good guys. That's kind of what's going on with them. I'm not surprised. I told you guys about Enrique Tario. I told you guys that when the Proud Boys came to D.C., first of all, the feds knew about January 6th long before it happened. Trump asked for a 10,000 National Guard. Did he get them? No, he didn't. They knew about it. They had guys on the inside. They already knew what was going on. They knew what was happening, when it was happening, before it was happening. They knew all of that. They were in the mix. Enrique Tarrio, the so-called leader of the Proud Boys, got picked up a day or two before the so-called riot happened in D.C. They just got him. Did he do anything? Did he commit a crime to get picked up? I don't think so. He just happened to be there. They took him out so he would not get he would not get compromised or injured or anything like that. They need him. That's that's their star star guy, a known federal informant. So if you if you think that the Proud Boys or any of these groups you know about are somehow white supremacist or whatever, please, these guys are nothing but feds. I like the whole uh, Gretchen Whitmer thing. Remember that? Where they tried to so-called kidnap the governor. The majority of those guys, I think pretty much all of them, except for a handful, two or three, were feds. Either they were direct federal agents with badges and they had been trained in everything, or they were federal informants. And there was just a handful of regular guys that were in the mix, recruited by the federales one way or another. So... If you see any of these groups that go on TV and talk, feds, period. So it's all fake at a certain point. Also, um, Apple says Pelosi ordered FBI and Capitol Police to ride on J6. Uh, God bless J6, MAGA Patriots, unfairly jailed in D.C. Also, God bless Border Patrol Cowboys, Border Patrol ICE, Border Patrol and ICE officers as well. Um, also you see Australia cops and army beating citizens said, yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Like I was saying, I saw that one officer or actually two officers that pushed an old woman down and sprayed her. They both sprayed her with their mace. It's like, why? First of all, why is she on the ground? Second of all, why are two of y'all spraying her at the same time? What is the, what is the thought process behind this? Um, also, Tom's Wild and Wonderful Views, I can't read the rest, says, if Biden was a Republican, he would have been impeached on real evidence as it actually exists for him. Exactly. 1,000%. But because he's on the other side, again, that goes back to that power and the money. If you got the power, if you got the juice, you could do whatever you want, and it's no problem. But if you don't have that power, if you don't have that juice, then rules are different. That the game is different. Shout out to that young boy, like he might have been about eight years old, who said that earlier in the stream. Um, James Henley says, why was I going to talk about all the Mexicans there? What about all the other border crossing areas? Zero talk about all the other ports of entry anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you got a hot story, you focus on that for a while, and then you move on. That's that's how they do. <clears throat> Apple says, now I know why the Second Amendment, exactly. 
favorite 80s movie, Karate Kid, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters. Well, I'm 37, so the 80s, I was still pretty young. Um, I don't really know what came out in the 80s specifically. Like, I know some movies that were out when I was a kid, but I'm not really sure. Was E.T.? Did E.T. come out in the 80s? That was a good one back then. Of course, the OG, um, the OG movie I had, Ghostbusters. Um, it was a few that came out back then, but I can't really remember what came out in the 80s specifically. Jerry J says, is it funny nobody talks about illegal Chinese immigration into the U.S.? Do Google Street View in Long Island. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been saying that for a while about the Chinese illegal illegal aliens. I was talking about how there's a sign out there in the desert at the border. And the sign has, it's like a, um, it's like a help sign. So basically, if you caught out there in the desert, you're trying to get to the uh, U.S., Mexico, you caught in the desert, you're struggling, you could push this red button. Now on that button, it has instructions. Push the button, don't leave, basically. It has it written in English, of course, because you are getting close to America. It's also in Spanish because if you're coming from Mexico or Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, etc., you can read it. But it's also in Mandarin Chinese. The Chinese are number two biggest illegal alien group aside from Mexicans. The number two. They're coming over here at the southern border. They're coming over here on shipping containers like slaves, like literally they got, they put them in a shipping container and float them over here. They'll do birth tourism. So they they'll fly over here to the States, pregnant, have a baby, anchor baby. They do it in a variety of ways. And we don't even know what's going on. Lena Wynn. Who is Lena Wynn? Have you seen this person? I'll put him on the screen right quick, but why do I keep seeing her everywhere? Who is she for real? Um, a doctor, a random doctor. Why is she getting so much airtime? I feel like it's a lot of invasion going on and won't even know what's happening. Okay, her right here. Put on the screen right quick. Matter of fact, hear this right quick and then just think about it for a minute. Is it propaganda? Is it meant to confuse us? What's happening? Did someone pay for her to be on these networks talking like this? And those who are vaccinated, we now know based on the CDC, they are now able, we, but with the Delta variant, because they carry so much more virus, they could transmit it to their unvaccinated family members. And so I, for example, even though I'm fully vaccinated, my children are not because they're too young to be vaccinated. So I need to be now careful for my children because of all the unvaccinated people around us. And um, where, where's the sense in that? So because you're vaccinated and you have a higher viral load, and your kids can't get vaccinated. You got to be careful, not because you have a higher viral load. and You can pass more to your kids. People that are around them are not vaccinated. They have a lower viral load. So they got to be wary of them and not you. You see, did it make any sense? But this is what I'm talking about. Stuff like this is like, what's going on here? Are we going to question this or, or no? Like what's happening? Exactly. Um, who said that? Um, Port Chop, CCP operative. That's what I'm thinking. And, and no racist. I'm just saying, like, who is that really? Why is she on TV all the time?
All right. And then we got a few more here. Um, let me see. Uh, James says it was a subliminal removal of the people on the right, right side of politics, right side of facts and the right side of the table. Thank you to Rachel for the donation. Thank you to staff raw Saratopoulos who says ABO Kamala on the view was just to push the vaccine and to convince the sheep that watching to get vaccinated. Of course, correct. It was a whole stunt. Thank you to Jerry J who says, what is the core or fundamentals for any state? If you answer correctly, maybe you are not lost. I mean, I'm not playing these games. <laughs> this ain't, which is a trivia show. Thank you to Michael for your emoji. Thank you to Cece who says, we love you, man. Uh, J- Jerry J says, it's not about what is truth. It is about what you can prove in court. I agree with that part. Thank you to Lewis from Spain who says, even if the 100% of New York were blacks that didn't want to get the vax, the vax mandates doesn't have to do anything with race. BLM better be quiet. Hey, my thing is, if BLM wants to cry about race, if they want to talk, if they want to be race soldiers, then they got to do it all the time, not just when it benefits the um, left wing. And if they are only vocal when it benefits the left wing, when it benefits people's pockets, and you know it's not real. You know they're not even really real in their ridiculous point of view. You know it's all about money. So at a certain point, those that are watching need to say, hey, why are they being quiet right now? Why are they not saying anything in this moment when they should be speaking up? It's because they're not really being real. They're being phony. Uh, Lewis from Spain already read that one. Uh, thank you to Carrie, who says, tell us about your red pill experience. Well, that's a long story. I did a video about that. But in a nutshell, my red pill experience was back. And I'll do within like a two minute. I'll give you the two minute Cliff Notes version. Back in... I say 2011, 2012, a lot of my friends and myself were just losing a bunch of money, going broke. Friend of mine had a business, 20 years, brick and mortar, went bankrupt. Another friend of mine, same thing, went bankrupt. And a lot of a lot of guys I know were just kind of sitting around thinking, what's going on here? Where's all the business? Where's all the jobs? Where's all the money yet? What's, what's happening? What's going on? The whole hope and change thing that we thought we would have from voting for Obama in 2008 did not come to fruition so that kind of sent me down this long, dark road to figure out what am I doing? Am I a liberal person? Do I want to vote for the Democratic Party anymore? Who am I really politically? And I started to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. I found Thomas Sowell. I found Watson Williams, Milton Friedman, economics, because that was my viewpoint at first was the money part, because I was always in, you know, doing things for myself business wise. So when I figured out that a lot of the left-wing policies did not mesh with business, I started to dig deeper. How about social stuff? How about abortion? How about this? How about that? And then I found Rush Limbaugh. I listened to him. Because at this point, I'm wide open. I'm like, okay, nobody could tell me not to go over here and talk and listen to him. I'm going to listen to Rush Limbaugh and see how I feel about him. And I didn't hear any racism. I didn't hear anything that I didn't agree with. Everything he said made sense to me. So after a while, I could not stomach MS-13 DNC anymore. It didn't make any sense to me. So from then on, I say right around 2012, I've been on the right um, politically, and I just matched how I already was to a certain extent socially, if that makes any sense. So that's a Cliff Notes version right there. But I got a whole video about my red pill experience or my red pill moment on this channel. I go in more detail. Um, thank you to Valerie who says, Nowadays, people are so confused, don't know what to believe. Exactly. Um, Lee Misha says, 
why doesn't China have the same shot as us? And why does Pfizer have known CCP spies? Well, <laughs> very good question. Hey, I think it's all about some money at the end of the day. It's all about that dollar bill. That's why they don't want to have a lot of these therapeutics that are proven to work. They don't want to have those. They want to have what they think is the best thing to do because that makes them money. It's simple. Whenever something works, it's, it's drugs that have been out there for many years. They want to ban those drugs all of a sudden because it cut to the bottom line. Don't take that for a dollar for five pills. Take this for $200 on your insurance for one shot. That's, in my humble opinion, where they're coming from. It's about money at the end of the day. You can make billions upon billions of dollars, raise your stock price, increase money for your shareholders and whatnot. You could do that or not do that. Choice is yours. What you want to do? All right. And thank you for being here. Definitely, I appreciate you guys. Uh, if you enjoy what you're hearing so far, go ahead and get the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, and all that good stuff. We're going to get to the calls now. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. And yeah, RIP to my main man, Rush Limbaugh. He helped me to get right on track in my red pill experience. Definitely. He, he was the guy that really set me on the right path to understand how to just understand information, how to receive it and how not to be just, he, he broke it down in a way that was very easy for me to understand. That's why I enjoy doing what I do too. Part of it for sure. Definitely inspired by rush. All right. Let's go ahead and get to it. Hopefully Skype wants to act right tonight. If it doesn't, it's not my fault. Blame the white man. Y'all know how I do. And let's go ahead and, Get into it. Are we going to act right tonight or not? Let's see. I'm just waiting on it to do right. Oh, and, and the number to call, of course, 434-658-1220. you don't allow who I'm speaking to. Hey, you're seeing Alex, baby Alex. The second time I've called in. So uh, I'm just calling to say it's getting pretty crazy out here. Um, I'm probably getting an honorable discharge, but I'm going to have to fight for it. I have to use religious exemption because I refuse to have my immune system played with by the American government who thinks they're now God. And, uh, they are bullying every single one of us that doesn't want to get it. Uh, starting next month, we are not allowed to miss any days. We are not allowed to reschedule any days. We're not allowed to telecommute. So if there's severe weather, we can't even drive. They're just, we have to drive in every single day. We cannot miss a single day. They are taking away every single quote unquote privilege that we have because we question what the actual shot can do long term and you know the fact that it's man playing God. It's 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 ridiculous, bud. So it's a question oh. for you though. So are are they doing that because they're trying to get you to get it and they want to use these tactics to force you in that direction. Correct. They are, they are literally doing everything to make everybody a miserable person until they get it. I sat in a room with a two-star admiral giving a speech for about an hour and 15 times he, he said, Oh, you have a choice 
but you should get the shot. If you want to serve, it's a really noble thing, but you need to get the shot. And it's, it, you have freedoms, but you, you need to get the shot. And it was really funny because multiple people, at least one or two other people, brought up the fact that there's been myocarditis along with whatever the other one is called, according to the CDC website, I can't pronounce it, to be honest with you, that it causes inflammation with the heart. And we're seeing it in service members. Service members are reporting that they actually have it diagnosed in their, their medical charts. And when we asked them about it, we're like, aren't you concerned about this at all? I mean, you have guys in their 30s that are now having heart inflammation. This could be a long-term problem considering that these two symptoms lead to heart disease and heart disease is the number one killer in our country. And they're like, oh, well, I don't know. I've never heard of anything like that. I guess I'd have to look at your sources. And we were like, uh, the CDC, the NIH, you know, the, the place that your supreme leader Fauci works for. And like, he didn't like that comment. He goes, well, my daughter's a, a, a doctor in the Air Force. And she told me, and it's like, okay, so you have no medical knowledge and you've done no independent research. You're just a two-star admiral who's supposed to sit here and basically beat it into our heads that we need to get this day, this damn franken shot. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to swear. I apologize. Oh, it's all good. Mistake. Yeah, but I understand. I really do. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, at a certain point, isn't that called coercion? Like, shit in that be um shit should that, should that be permitted to do I, I don't think that it should be okay so it's just oh, a weird it's not. thing yeah. it's not i mean it's, the, the fact is the the president wants to give all of us a dishonorable discharge which is kind of funny considering that his own son mm. you know got kicked out of the military for doing a literal drug that's illegal that's right and got an other than an honorable discharge which is an administrative discharge which isn't that bad but he wants to give us the worst possible discharge possible because we question if they have our best health in mind it, it it's mind-boggling that's a to very very good anybody. point sorry i apologize oh, no, I, I interrupted you no it's, it's a very good point that you made there because what his son did was actually you, you, can, you can go to jail for that even as a civilian like they, they shouldn't be able to send you to jail for not getting the shot, but you can go to jail for smoking crack. That's what his son did. So he wants to give you guys worse than what his son did, which is actual crime. So yeah, that's, but that's what I was saying earlier. People with the, the power, they can do whatever they want. And then they want to force their will upon us. And it's just not right. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's insanity. And the only thing my friend and I can come up with is, is they want to purge every free thinking individual out of the military, out of the police, out of every form of public service that is a noble profession because they want a bunch of yes people that are just going to do what they're told without question. And it's, it scares the living daylights out of me. That's why I moved to the middle of nowhere. I moved to the middle of nowhere just to get away from that. And it's insane. So. Right on, man. Well, hopefully everything uh, works out, man. Hopefully. Um, and one last thing before I let you go. Have you tried any kind of exemption, like religious exemption? Have you tried that or looked into it? Oh, oh, we, we are being told that basically our best chance for a uh, other than honorable or possibly honorable discharge is we have to have, we have to apply for religious exemption at which point we have to get a letter from a religious leader 
whether it be from our church or another church, we have to find a religious leader who's willing to write a letter saying that we don't want to get it to our religious beliefs, and we have to fight tooth and nail in that claim. We cannot say anything that might compromise our religious faith, because if we do that, they are going to claim that we're just using it as an excuse and that it's not a religious exemption, and then they're just going to process us out for not wanting to get it. Oh, they are full on, we're trying to beat us into submission with like as much as possible. Wow, that's crazy. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Uh, what's worse is trying to find a religious leader that's willing to actually take the stand. I had to call, I want to say, seven churches. Wow. Seven different churches to find one who was willing to actually, after a discussion, to go to bat for me to write a letter for me. Everybody else doesn't want to be a part of it because they're all too afraid of the political atmosphere. They're afraid of what's going to happen if they, if they write a letter. It's cowardice. I don't, I don't know what happened to our country. I don't know why cowards run it right now. I don't get it. I don't understand, sir. It, it blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, I th- thank, you for, thank you for your call. Definitely. Pre- hopefully everything works out. Hopefully we get beyond this because this is really crazy. But thank you for your call. Yep, no problem. Take care, ABL. All right, now. Yep. It is crazy. Like, you got to go through all of this. And it's like, why? Because here's my here's the next question. Um, once you get the shot, if you get the shot, then what about your boosters? So if you get quote unquote double vaccinated, and then they say, okay, well you you're in a dangerous type of area, high risk area, you got to get the boosters. What if you refuse to get that? Is it going to be a constant thing like the flu shot every year where you got to get it? Like what kind of sense does this make? It doesn't make any sense. Four one three in the line. I'm gonna speak it to. Hello. Yes. Is this ABO? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Oh. Ah, oh, my name's Kelly. I'm from Massachusetts. All righty. What's going on? Oh, uh, wow. I didn't think I just heard. I was having trouble. Um. Well, no. I just um the call you just had was military personnel, and uh, I agree with him. Um, I'm former. I'm a veteran. And um, this is all before, you know, of course, COVID and stuff. But when I went through, they told us we had to get a flu shot. I'm allergic to flu shots. They can't have them at all. Um, they still, they forced me to get it. They, they would not take no for an answer. They wouldn't take anything medical for an answer, nothing. And they, I took it anyway, and I got so deathly ill. I had the highest fever for two weeks. I was down and out. I almost, I was so weak, and I couldn't do anything. And they took care of me. And I got back, but still, they, they force you to do these things. And it's unfortunate that they do that. Um, and, and they will, it's, I just can't believe what the military is doing. It, it bothers me. Um, we're supposed to be, you know, we're the ones that want to defend our country, want to defend these people, you know, take care of everybody. We're just, we're nothing to them, it, it seems like, you know, I really hate it. Yeah, it's, it's it's really terrible how, how it's going yeah. on. Right, right. And uh, the other thing I was I was thinking about, um, also with the view, where you were uh, with the uh, the whole spiel there, that whole little skit. I, I personally, I don't think she was even there. 
and if she was, or it, I think it was just a whole skit, just to, like you said, to play up on the vax, to, here, come get this, it's, you know, this is what's happening, this is it's what's going to happen, and, and, you know, you should get your vaccine and all this stuff, and I, I don't think she was even there, I think that was just a whole big skit, and it was just like you said, just to get people to take your vaccine. Yeah, you're, you're, pro- you're probably right because the thing it was just too it was too convenient because right before she was supposed to come out they took them away and it could have not had them come on stage before the show easily it didn't it didn't have to happen during the show it was it was just too convenient too well placed and then the camera happened to be set up back there and they still did an interview with her anyway she could have done that from anywhere so yeah I think you're right she probably was not actually in the off in the, in the building. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and I, I, you're right. The testing and, and they all had their vaccines. That's the other thing. What is this push? If you all have been vaccinated, who cares if you go near each other? Even, and they're all going to test positive for COVID because they got the vaccine. That's the thing about the vaccine is that you have a viral load. And in a matter of fact, those that did get the vaccine, um, they're actually shed the vaccine for 30 days, way longer than any other flu. Flu is usually 10 days that you shed after you get better. Um, with the vaccine, you're shedding 30 days or even more. And they're, contag- they're the ones that are contagious, not the unvaccinated. And they're the ones that are causing the unvaccinated to get COVID. So, and, and matter of fact, I almost want to say, knowing some science a little bit, that they're the ones who caused the Delta variant because once they got the vaccine, even if they had COVID or not COVID or whatever, um, more than likely they had COVID before, that it caused a mutation in COVID and that therefore they were shedding the Delta variant themselves. I believe and, it. And they're... Go ahead, sorry. I say I believe it. I, I definitely do. It makes sense because that's when, because right. that, that so-called variant, that started right around the time when they were really pushing the, the, the vaccine heavy. So I believe it. It makes sense. Yes, yes, exactly. That's, that's I noticed that too. It was right around everybody started getting vaccines. That's when the Delta variant came out. And uh, again, like I said, those that are getting vaccines, they're the ones that are giving everybody else the COVID now. So this is just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I told my son, I was like, you get that vaccine? Please tell me. Because one of my kids wants to. The other few don't. But I told him, you tell me, so I don't come around you because I'm unvaccinated. I can't have it. The flu shot almost kills me. What's the, what's the COVID shot going to do to me? It's definitely going to kill me. And I don't want to take that chance. I have all my other vaccines. All my kids are vaccinated for all of everything else. Measles, polio, all that stuff. But these flu vaccines are really deadly to me. And the COVID is going to have to be probably more deadly to me than any of the others. So. Why should I die? Do I really have to die? You know what I mean? I just, I don't understand people today. Right, right on. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Please keep going the way you're going. You do a great service for us. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you. All righty. Let's go to... All right, I call you on line, speaker 2707. Hey, Mr. Logan, uh, John Robertson here. Thank you for uh, taking my call. No problem. Uh, yeah, I've been on your uh, show a couple of times. 
Um, I just real quick like to speak on two things. Hopefully, only in a Hellcat gets off with this because I've been watching him for years. He's a really good guy. He doesn't deserve no prison time for nothing. That um, well, let's say if it ain't in the law, it don't deserve to get brought up. But he ain't no criminal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, like if, if somebody breaks the law, then they break the law. But if they don't, then what are we doing? Yeah, exactly. And I've, I've been watching it for years. And, uh, yeah, he ain't, you know, go after the real criminals. You know, I don't want to say go after the Wesley Snipes of the 90s if you're talking about taxes. But um, on the other hand, uh, I called in the other day and we were talking about the border crisis. Um my daughter, uh, she's in Germany. She's in the German army. <clears throat> and I remember in 2015, they, uh, the German government let in uh, 1.5 million refugees. I mean, overnight. Mm-hmm. We're talking overnight. And there was over 500 rapes, um, 700-something uh cases of assault and I could go on and on. This is what's going on right now. I'm not saying Haitian people are bad. My doctor at the VA, because uh, I'm a veteran, my doctor is uh, from Haiti. I just, I, I want to uh, ask you, how would you feel if they said, well, let's, you know, let's take this back. Because I remember you were saying uh, you were red pilled, say 2000. What was it? 2011. Yeah. Okay, I was in Afghanistan. That was my my last deployment. I was there uh, when uh, Bin Laden was uh, hit. Let's say you you took it back then, and we brought 1.5 million Afghanis from Afghanistan in 2011 back then. And we brought them here now. How would you feel now? You know, would you think the same? Because regardless of the time, it's the same people we're bringing here. It's the same situation. Regardless if you're from Haiti or if you're from Afghanistan or if you're from Iraq or if you're from uh, Trinidad, Tobago, it doesn't matter. You're a foreign national. And we're bringing them here like, you know, it's uh, a Christmas story, opening up the Red Rider BB gun. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So uh, my only thing is, how are we supposed to uh, deal with this situation? doesn't matter where you come from. You're here now. We have to deal with it. How are we supposed to deal with it? And we... By we, we, the American citizens, it's it's not the government. It's not anybody above us. It's us. We have to deal with this. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like a lot of it was in the provision as far as them being here. I, I really don't know. That's a really good question. But I don't think that we should be ta- talking about uh, amnesty or anything like that. It shouldn't be any kind of citizenships that is granted because now – What's going to happen is once that happens, you're just going to get a big electorate for the left and they're going to try to install communism. So we don't need to do that. 
we need to fight against all of this from them coming here in the first place. If they do get in, keep fighting against them gaining any kind of citizenship because that's going to spell doom for the country just because of how they came in and who let them in is going to be a problem. But thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Hey, thank you, Mr. Logan. I appreciate it. You have a good night. Same to you. All right, let's go to. All right, call your line. Speaking to nine one seven. Hi, Anthony. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Can you hear me? I hear you well. What's happening? Oh, hey, not bad. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Right, no problem. Hey, um, yeah, I was just, uh, I was just thinking. I, I've never seen a. Um, any administration treat their own people so poorly. Um, this Biden regime has left Americans in Afghanistan while we brought back 70,000 Afghans that have not been vetted. And in the meantime, we're bringing all these illegals uh, from the South. And, and many of them are, you know, military age young men, you know, they're not, they're here for uh, economic opportunity. Um, they're economic opportunities, not necessarily uh, asylum seekers. And I just don't, I just can't understand why people still support a regime that treats their own people so poorly. I mean, if you look at the rest of the world, which country or which government would say that they wouldn't put their own people first. Like, why, why is that embarrassing? Why, why do we get shamed when we say, as the leader of this country, as, as the, the government, I'm going to put Americans first? Why is that something that doesn't receive more support from Americans? I, I don't know why anyone would support a regime that treats their own people so poorly. And we got that the Border Patrol um, person, uh, agent on, on horseback who was only doing his job, you know, and he gets demonized by Biden because a photographer somehow captured his ring that looked like a whip, which was in a whip. And it's just, it's just, uh, it's just wrong. And I don't understand why people don't still support this regime. Like, why would you support this abusive, um, government that don't treat their own people right well people don't know any better they they think because the mainstream media are telling them a a particular thing and a democratic party who they want to trust regardless even if they do things that are wrong they just believe whatever they're telling them so if they say hey we're doing a good job we're treating everybody right they believe it their eyes are telling them something else but they don't believe their eyes they believe whatever they're being told by those who they trust and that's the problem. People just are kind of closed-minded and, quite frankly, kind of ignorant. So they don't even, don't even understand what's going on. It's really a shame. But I hope more people are able right. to get educated and get beyond this train of thought where they don't, they're not really paying attention to what's happening. They're just being led by these people that have um, not their best interests at heart. That's right. And, you know, my fears, I have kids and they're going to have kids. I'm really worried about all the fentanyl and the drugs coming in through the open border. Um, these you know, Chinese manufacture synthetic fentanyl that's 
they use them to spike um, uh, opioids and other drugs that are causing havoc in our nation and, and really damaging. And I'm, I'm just really worried about how much damage is going to be done until his term is up and, and what is the effect on our kids. You know, my, my kids, I'm, I'm worried every day sick that they're going to be somehow hurt by the, the drugs coming in and maybe they'll come on their friends will get um, addicted or they will get addicted and uh, they will be, they would be hurt under the violence from the drugs um, that are coming to our country. Uh, and I just wish that more people would speak up against it because by the time we realize that we wake up, it may be too late. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. Well, thanks, Anthony. I appreciate the time. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Have a good night. Very good call. Very, very good call. 559, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Hello. Hello? Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can now. All righty. Who am I speaking to? My name is Richard. I'm from California. All righty. What's going on? Oh, just I don't want to take up too much of your time. Thank you for the call. Um, yeah, the gentleman in the in the military that was having a problem now, uh, with the um, the vaccine and everything else. If I'm not mistaken, when George Bush was pushing off with the uh, stem cell research, isn't there a clause or a law in place that anything that has stem cell into it, we are allowed to deny without being a refusal? It's something that we don't have to accept into our person. I believe that was a law that was placed in at that time and that could help because that way you're not a uh, you're not belligerent and not refusing anything and that you're able to still not be happy forced to take something into your body that you don't want yeah that's a good question i'm not really sure about that as far as any kind of law but i mean that it makes sense if it was a thing and i do believe there's a couple other simple questions like that about the what reactions would have to it and if any doctor was to answer yes to any of these questions that you would not be forced to be able to take that or, you know, outside of your wants. Right. Without being a refusal. I understand that those prisons up north is put into law about uh, uh, if you were, what's the wording that they wanted to do, if you refused uh, what this is all planned for, that if you refused everything, they're going to consider you a belligerent um, terrorist, a domestic terrorist. That's already in the book that they put in during Obama's era to be able to, to take care of that. Ah. And I had the other questions that we needed to ask. I'm trying to look for them, but I had a few other ones to being uh, to everything. I mean, you write about everything being crazy and out of control and way beyond anything that is basically normal that we've ever seen before. There's never been threats or bribery for a vaccine as long as I have ever lived. And to see that that's what's happening now is pretty much a setup. So the whole idea is if we don't push against it as people, as a, group. I mean, because President Trump is not going to be able to come back to save everything. It's going to be up to us. And I'm sure that the whole thing is waiting on us to stand together to say enough is enough. We can see what doesn't make any sense in our world at all, no way, shape or form, and that we are not going to have our government, who supposedly works for us, continue to shove these kind of things down our throat or or threat of prison or death, for that matter. Uh, these things have gone way too far, and until we stand up and do it for ourselves, it's just going to take longer and longer and longer for more people to wake up. So we've got to collectively speak to each other, gather together as a group, 
and make sure these things happen. It would be awesome if we were built as a country like Italy, where all of us could walk to the center of town and had one heck of a parade. Uh, but we are not, we're spread way far apart, our infrastructure isn't that way, so we need to still be able to voice it together and everybody stand together. So you have to talk to your friends and your enemies and make sure that they understand what's happening and get them on page to stand together against our own government, as the Constitution says. Right on, man, 100%. Um, and otherwise, otherwise, I just want to say that you're doing a fantastic job, and I really appreciate what you're putting out there on the message and stuff, but it really is a great one. Um, smart, intelligent, well thought out, um, and delivered well. And thank you very much. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. Have a great evening. All righty. Let's get to some more here. Let's go. 541 in line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, let me turn this off. Thank you. Uh, Jeffrey. All righty. What's going on? Hi, ABO. How you doing? Everything's all right. Can't complain. Hey, I just uh, have a question uh, on the um, IRS. Have you seen that they want to go down to $600 to, um, if anything goes out of your account, $600, or that they want to uh, strike you and hire more IRS people? Have you heard that? Yeah. Now, as far as um, the IRS, as far as the money, it's been like that as far as 600. Like, basically, if you're an independent contractor and you get paid more than that from any particular person to do a thing or for whatever, for your services, you got to report that to the IRS. But the problem is they want to examine your bank account for any transaction of more than $600 to be able to monitor what's going on. Now, to me, that's dumb because... As far as I know, the, the dollar amount can be broken up into smaller amounts. So if, um, let's just say XYZ company pays me as a 1099 contractor $800, but they do it in eight payments of $100, you're not going to see um, one transaction of $800 or $600. It would be $100. So it's dumb because government, big government are dumb. So I don't even understand what they're right. trying to do. I feel like it's just a way for them to be able to spy on us more than what they already do. Right. Correct. Yeah. Because I understand as, as you're saying, as an independent contractor, what my, my, my question also is, okay, so my rent is 69. Let's say, does that count every month or is it once a year? I don't understand. Have you heard anything about that? Cause I talked to a friend today and he goes, it's just at one time a year, but I don't understand. I don't think that's so. I, you know what? I don't. I, they they probably will see your rent payment and look at that and be like, "Oh, I wonder if that's a, a business transaction." They probably would do it because they didn't really specify how they would examine these transactions. It's just, it's just dumb. It makes no sense for them to, okay. for them to even do that. Okay, great, great. Uh, I, that makes more sense to me. It's just, yeah, it's dumb. I agree. <laughs> One more thing, you know, I just off the subject, but thank you very much for the election coverage. I watched you way back for the last election. You did such a wonderful job. It was very enjoyable. First one I ever enjoyed. Thank you very much for your, what thank, you do. Thank you for watching. Couldn't have couldn't done it with y'all, without, without y'all. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay, you have a good night and enjoy your calls. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. All right. So hold on. Let me see if I can find. Let me see if I can find that particular thing about the IRS. I may even do a video about that or just something about that. I might write. A, I may write an article about that. 
Let me see if I can find it right quick. And then we get to some more calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. All right. So in this article right here on postgazette.com, I'm reading. Um, and I guess they're asking someone about this. And it said she, referring to the person they're talking to, she said it's still unclear if the proposal calls for all individual transactions over 600 be reported to the IRS or if it means the total inflows and outflows for the year exceeding 600. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because you could be spending that kind of money to one particular place. Then the person you spending the money to needs to report. And if you get that kind of money from a particular place, then you got to report. But it can be broken up in a bunch of different transactions. 25 here, 30 here, 20 there, 20 there. And then it add up to like 675. You got to report that to the IRS. So what's the point of having one transaction of 600 or more reported? It's dumb. That's why the government, federal government are just silly, wasting money and time. 850, you know, line, who am I speaking to? Lisa George. All righty. What's going on? Well, we were just wondering um, with the whole vaccine and where we're watching your show. Um, and um, I just think maybe, you know, this whole country just, we need to, it's too much going on. You know what I mean? Like there's too much culture, diverse culture. And um, I think that's what's splitting and dividing our country. And there's too much propaganda going on. And, um, and I just really feel that even with our neighbors in our small community, that it's too much of the vaccine um, um, stuff going on. And Are you there? Everything all right? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, now, as far as the cultural divide, that's a problem. And I think what the media does, they play on a cultural divide. They, they play on it, and they know that it exists. So you see some of these commercials yes. that are clearly targeted toward a specific audience. Some of them are kind of, you could kind of, it could kind of be a little offensive depending upon how you want to look at it. But that's what they do. They, they divide, they conquer. And I think it'd be up to us as American people to say, okay, let's not do that. And as far as right. the, and, and as far as a cultural thing, um, when you bring in so many illegal aliens, that's going to make it worse. That's got to be addressed immediately. And I think that should be kind of a, qualification to come into the country that you're willing to kind of, you know, when they wrong do as the Romans and don't bring an incompatible culture to America. I'm not saying everyone must be the exact same, but let's not have, you know, Afghanistan and their culture come to the U S and not have any kind of, you know, well, capitulation. Well, I totally agree. Yeah. And, um, us as Americans, I mean, we are God fearing countries. So if you don't believe in God, Mike, one, one question I want to ask you, how in the world is a Muslim able to be on Congress? <laughs> well, I mean, you could be Muslim and that's fine. But I think the issue would be if, if you have any kind of extremism, I think that'd be the problem. But I mean, if you if you have to swear into Congress or like even if you go to court and you have to swear on the Holy Bible and they don't believe in that, I mean, how is that even possible? Well, I mean, you got freedom of religion, so that's why they can do that. They can't, you can't, they, they can't say, oh, because you're Muslim or if you're Jewish or if you're Hindu or atheist that you can't be in Congress because of the Constitution, freedom of religion. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
But then why do we have the Holy Bible then? I mean, is that even a thing? I mean, I guess it's like a, it's it's probably just tradition. Some people do, it, some people don't do it. Some people, some people swear in the Bible, and they don't do things that are according to the Bible. You have those that are in Congress talking about their support of abortion, but they swear in the Bible when they get sworn in. Right. So not everyone even upholds what they say when they swear in the Bible. Yeah, I totally agree. And I watch a lot of um, court shows and stuff, and you can just tell when people are lying. So. It's like, what is the whole even point of the court system? I mean, if you think about it, if people can lie, then what is the whole point? Well, you got to be able to provide evidence, too. I mean, somebody, anybody can say whatever they want, but at a certain point, you got to have evidence. Like, if I was to be brought to court on, like, let's say the IRS, bring, that they bring me to court, and they say, oh, you didn't pay your taxes, we're going to send you to jail, whatever, whatever, and I have mm-hmm. actual evidence that shows what I did and I say that I did it and I can cooperate my statements, then I can prove my innocence and they got to be able to prove my guilt. So I think that's the main thing. It should be about being able to present evidence. It shouldn't be much about hearsay and things of that nature. Yeah. All righty. Well. All right. Well, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you um, actually talked to me. That's oh, awesome. So- it's all good. It's all good. Okay. Well, have a good night. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. Good night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. Freedom of religion. It's a beautiful thing. You know, I may not necessarily like to see somebody in the beekeeper outfit with the little mailbox lock right there, but if you want to wear that, knock yourself out. And as long as you're not in a situation where you can't conceal your identity, but beyond that, that's your right to have the religion. Now, if you, are an extremist in any kind of faith, religion, ideology, whatever. That's the problem. You have these so-called Christians that do the most unchristian things. You have these Muslims that do uh, really ridiculous things, the same as the people that claim to be Christian who are actually not. I think we need to focus more on people that just have the, the right point of view. If it's a Muslim person that's on my side, everything I'm with, they with, then we can rock. But if not, then I look at them the same way as a so-called Christian person who is not on my side with my particular viewpoints and ideology. If that makes any sense. So yeah, let's keep on rocking here. 614, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hola. Yay, I'm so excited. Hi, JBL. This is Lola. All righty. What's going on? Um, I just started listening probably two months ago. Um, anyways, I did not get to listen earlier tonight, so I don't know what you guys discussed. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, something as I was reading today, um, about the Haitian, um, migrants and whatnot. Um, I was like, uh, where, okay, so there's, what it was is I saw a, a, uh, article and it was old, three weeks old. I didn't know. Airbnb. It's going to like open up, they're going to pay for all these people um, who have Airbnbs. They're going to pay for them to bring in the Afghan refugees. And I didn't pay attention to all that stuff going on at that time because I had other things going on. And to be honest, in ignorance, I was kind of confused. Like, why? I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was that we brought a bunch of Afghans over like during the 9-11 week. And I was so confused, like, what is that doing? Um, but then I thought it was because of what we did, of like all of a sudden pulling out and whatnot and making it 
help for them. And I guess they work for us and whatnot. So like, all right, we're bringing them over. But with the Haitian people, um, and they were told, you know, the, the borders are open, come on over. And um, anyways, as I read that they were transporting them to different control uh, processing centers and then some just being released and uh, to different immigration or mi- migrant agencies. And I read that, you know, they'll get them set up with um, helping them get affordable housing. And I was like, wait, hold up. Where's affordable housing? Like, there is no affordable housing. They, you know, where where are you going to get this affordable housing? There is none already. We're in a, a weird market right now with them making less homes over the last decade than ever before. And the average kind of home, they're all bigger and fancier and there are no more like $100,000 modest, you know, two bedroom, one bathroom homes for starter families. Everything is, you know, $250,000 plus rent right now is, uh, I live in a small town um, and I've seen the rent go from like 600 to 800 to a thousand to it's 1200 a month right now. And that's just because the, there's so little available. And so I'm, I'm just thinking like, where, what, I don't know. That's all. I was just like, I would like to find affordable housing as well. Like put me in that group, you know, I just don't understand what the plans are. You know, I used to really enjoy watching all the late night um, talk show hosts because I thought what they said was clever and funny and interesting and, I liked when they ragged on Trump because I thought it was so funny and so comical. And that was before, uh, I guess, Rose or whatever. And so, um, but of course now I, it's horrible now. Now it's really bad because everything is so propaganda, like pushing vaccines and like ragging on people who don't follow and who aren't getting the vaccines. And it's, I don't watch any of them anymore, but I used to love the monologues. Um, and I don't remember like what my point was. <laughs> I got distracted, but um, I think you know. I don't know. Uh, that's just that's where I'm at. Well, thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right, thank you so much. I know. Bye. All right, a shout out to the caller, and thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far. Go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And let's go to, uh, let's try, hold on here. 970, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Jacqueline. All righty, what's going on? Hi, Anthony. I was just wondering if you've heard anything about the NDAA bill. I heard it through Bryson Gray that it's, a bill that pushes a red flag law for gun confiscation um, and also forces men to enter the draft. I have heard, well, hold on, about men to enter the draft or women to enter the draft? Women. Oh, well, I have heard about red flag laws, but I'm not really sure exactly what's going on, uh, if there's any movement in the bill or what. So I'm not really familiar with that 100%, but I have heard about it in theory. Yeah, well, I was on Bryson Gray's site, and 
apparently a bunch of Republicans and Democrats voted on it and voted yes. So I was kind of wondering if it had actually gone through or not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. I think I, I think I saw something, but I don't, I don't really know. I need to look more into that and see what's going on because I don't want to speak out of ignorance. Okay. Would you be able to do something on that a little bit later once you do find out? I, I may be able to, depending upon what I find. If I got enough for a video, sure. Okay, great. Because I'd like more information. I do have uh, young daughters. so. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, that, that was it. Um, thank you for answering my call. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Bless you. All right. Yeah, I have heard about the red flag. I think I... I see so much stuff all day that might have kind of slipped past me a little bit, but I'm going to look into that. You guys, I know you guys know more about that, but, um, you know, I think this whole thing about women getting drafted, it just kind of goes to this whole thing about equality. Right. And it's like, do we, do we want to be that equal or, or what? What's really going on? Six, one, two, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Thank you. Hey, how you doing, Anthony? Uh, hold on. Let me pause. Um, yes. Um, how do you feel about China and its influence and its power? Do you feel like America is going to collapse? Because the way that I'm seeing things, uh, let me finish my statement. The way I'm seeing things is I feel like America, we're going to collapse and China is the next superpower. I'm watching all the movies, you watch Marvel, you watch all these big corporations, and I'm afraid, actually, for my child's future. Okay, so I don't think, well, I'll put it to you like this. I don't think we will collapse because if we collapse and China collapses, without us, there is no China. And it's kind of an interdependent relationship. It's codependent because... We depend upon them to make all these cheap products we consume because we are a consumer nation. We depend upon them for all these cheap products, all the cell phones, Apple iPhone, iPads, all the kind of stuff they make. Now, on the other hand, China depends on us for their economy because they export cheap products. They um, receive trash. They produce pollution so we don't have to. So it's, it's codependent. If we fall, who are they going to sell to? How are they going to be able to sustain themselves? Who are they going to sell to? Europe? It's not going to be. They got to they sell to us because we're the biggest consumer. So it just wouldn't make any sense for us to fall and then have them at the same time take over. But my, my dynamic is, is like, okay, where do you see America? And like, okay, let me say, well, let me rephrase my question. How do you see America in 15 years if we have this foreign nation, foreign body producing our products? Like, are we going to still be a, a power player or are we going to just be like a consumption player? Because the world itself consumes. Everybody in the world consumes. But, so we, are, but we are the biggest consumer America, by far, not close. Huh? Well, we are the biggest consumer by far, and it's not close. Yeah, we're the biggest consumer as of currently, but we have, like, administrations and individuals who want to 
weaken our consumption power. Like, the dollar is going down. I mean, let's say that the dollar is going down. It's going down majorly, especially since the Democrats came in here. I mean, it's, I'm not going to lie, but since we've had this uh, Democratic administration where they're allowing all these other individuals to flood our country and gasoline is going up and food is going up and everything is going up, like our consumer index is actually going down. I feel like we're failing as a nation. All right, we'll check, we'll check it out, though. We'll check it out. Wait, wait. Now, we're having times where things are not going the way they should be, but we've been here before, and we were able to bounce back. Great Depression, wars, all types of stuff have happened. Economic downturns, even without war, to be able to bounce back from. So we've had ups and downs, as with any nation on planet Earth. That doesn't mean because you have in a moment where things aren't going in an ideal way. It doesn't mean that, number one, we are somehow not the best nation on Earth still because people still want to come to this nation. If you ask anybody on planet Earth, if you can go to one country aside from your own, 99.9% of everybody would say America. Everybody wants to come here. People are risking their life and their limb to be able to get here. So it must not be that bad. And I don't think we're just going to fall from grace in 15 years. Um, are things going to change? Of course, things always change. But I don't really foresee China taking over where China is completely dependent upon us for the economic prosperity. It's, it's so that the way the world is, is so interconnected. Which if, if we fall, then everybody falls. So everyone has a vested interest in us not falling. That's just my, how I look at it. Well, I and I, I kind of in a way agree with you, but I also am scared because I feel like our nation is falling because I feel like it may become to a point where we have civil conflict amongst our own nation here because we have these ideologies of individuals who are different than you and whatever, and you got to be paranoid about who you talk to and all this other crap that is influencing our country. I mean, they're trying to teach Marxism in colleges. They're trying to teach communism as if it's a normal thing. Like that's where, what are we a socially or, or socialist democratic whatever BS, no, we are a republic. We mm -hmm. are one of the only republics on the planet. And I don't know, man, I'm just scared for my son's future because I hope we have the food and the resources, especially also um, we're having drought. Well, ain't no, ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't no point in being scared because your fear is not going to be able to change anything. I think we just need to do whatever we can to make sure that we don't go in the wrong direction and to make sure that in the future we are still a strong nation. And that takes all of us as individuals, as groups or whatever to make sure that happens. That's how I look at it. Ain't no point in being scared about it. Well, well ABL, I want you to go run. Go run for Congress. I want you to go run. I want you to go run. 
I would vote for you. You're a beautiful person, man. I appreciate what you're doing with your platform. And uh, I might call back later, but this is, and this is Lamar. All right. So, but man, I love what you're doing out here. You're trying to inform people. People are trying to become more informed. It's right. amazing. But, but caller, I don't mean I, to, I don't mean to, I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off, but I got more callers on the line. But I thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right now. All right, shout out to the caller. But yeah, ain't no point in being scared. I ain't never scared because it's like, what's the point? What's why? I'm not gonna do dumb things now. I'm not gonna jump from uh, the Eiffel Tower because I'm not afraid of falling because I don't. I don't, I don't want to end my life, but I'm not afraid of the future. Why? What's the point? That's, that's not going to help you at all. All right, Carla, who am I speaking to? Hi, good evening, uh, ABL. Um, my name is Ivan. All righty. What's going on? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, just calling um, to build upon the last caller that you were speaking to. Um, have you been watching any of uh, Glenn Beck's videos? No, I haven't. Well, Glenn Beck has been releasing some videos recently about um, a, like a controlled destruction of the United States. Um, they're trying to get rid of our energy independence, trying to destroy our, the U.S. dollar as the um, world reserve currency. And he's basically you know, telling people how to prepare for a possible United States of Venezuela. Like we might see like large um, famine, like shortages, um, huge power outages because they might like have less fuel available. And I want you to know what you think about that. I mean, I I mean, I guess that could happen, but I'm not really. I, I think anyone should be prepared for things like natural disasters, things of that nature. I got you know I got some stuff prepared for that, but I'm not necessarily um like type of guy to have a bunker but if you have a bunker okay that's cool but i don't think looking forward to a future where we become venezuela makes a lot of sense nor do i think it's really worth the time because if we do become that ain't no preparing going to prevent like the life you live you could have a bunker and everything else but at a certain point you got to leave the bunker at a certain point you can't have that much food to last you forever so I'm, I'm not really worried about it. I just think everybody needs to prevent that from happening. And we see some things that are going on right now with teaching communism and CRT, things of that nature. You're going to get people that come from that, that become leaders, that get into office, and then they do things to create communism in the country. And I think that'd be what drives us more to that direction. So we can stop it. We can nip it in the bud on our own, but ain't no point in being concerned about that and trying to prepare for it. Okay, and next, one more thing. Um, also, in addition to that, do you think that if that does happen, is that like a planned um, destruction of the U.S. so they can um, implement the Great Reset, if you ever heard of that? I mean, I guess that could happen, but I still say that uh, as the U.S. goes, so does the whole world. So if the U.S. collapses, I don't really see how the world will be able to benefit from that. So maybe there's a plan from some elite people to try and, you know, pull off the great reset, but maybe it's not. It's hard. It's hard to really tell, honestly. 
Okay. Again, thank you for taking my call. It was great talking to you, and you have a good one. All right, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, great call. And before I get to some more calls, shout out to Rihanna. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I just saw this on my Twitter, and she has on a very political T-shirt. I put that on the screen. Some may say it's political, but it shouldn't be. I'll put it to you like that. And if you can't see the screen, she has like a, like a regular, kind of like an oversized T-shirt, like, like a dude shirt, right? It's a white T-shirt, and it has think while it's still legal. And the word think is on top with stars beside it. So it looks like a political campaign sign to a certain extent. Think at the top with the three stars on either side, left and right, while it's still underneath that and a red line, big red line. And then underneath that, it says legal. Think while it's still legal. That sounds kind of like what we would say over on this side, right? Use your brain. Think while it's still legal. Do I think she's making a political statement about being conservative or whatever? I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily think so from Rihanna, but what if she is making that statement? I like it. It reminds me of Nicki Minaj talking about, you know, uh, the, the vax and do you want to put that in your body? I like it. I like when you have these mega stars because let's be clear, this is a mega star right here, billionaire, or I think her net worth is up there to, toward the B mark because of her Fenty um, makeup or whatever she got going on. So this is a really big statement if it's a political thing. Now, if they ask her about it and she says something like, you know, Trump 2024, then that's that's like next level. But we'll see. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on that right there. But you heard it here first. Um, Rihanna wearing a shirt that could be seen as political. All right. So let's get to a few more calls here. And you guys know what the deal is. The number to call is 434-658-1220. The Great Awakening, that's right, Miss Adams, right on. All righty, let's do 416 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, hi, it's uh, Cigar Box, Anthony. How are you doing? I'm all right. How about yourself? Uh, just uh, living the dream, man. Uh, I was wondering if you heard anything about, I saw something, and I don't know who this senator was, but he was Republican. And he mentioned something about uh, illegal aliens that were listed in this bill that uh, they wanted to pass, right? And right. Jerry Nadler, Jerry Nadler said uh, uh, he wanted it struck from the minutes, the term illegal aliens, and replaced with human infrastructure. <laughs> what? Whoa, wait a minute. I mean, really, that's worse than illegal aliens because what do you mean <laughs> infrastructure? You're talking about are, are they tools? Are they just going to be farmhands? Are they just going to be cat picking machines like slaves? Is that what we're doing? Are, are we going backwards to the point where, you know, <laughs> it's slave, slave was considered property and not really a human? Like, what's going on? I, I really, I just think it was a way of, sticking it in there so that if anybody was reading like the pages and pages and pages of the the bill that they wouldn't notice it being there and they would think that it was something to benefit everybody and <laughs> not that it, not being illegal aliens you know what it, that, that that definitely could be it but i think they want to they, they don't want to have that term in there illegal aliens I've, I've heard that a lot they say that's offensive for some reason 
Nobody's nobody's illegal. You're not illegal as a person. You didn't do anything wrong. Although if you're here illegally, then you did do something wrong. But they, they want to say all kinds of things like undocumented migrant. They want to say stuff like that. So it, it's all well, kind yeah. of games they play. Nobody is illegal in their own country. So <laughs> that, right, exactly. <laughs> but if but, you're not in uh, your own country, yeah. then that's a different problem. And uh, did you see those two wonderful, uh, heavily vetted? Um, refugees from Afghanistan. Yeah, that were that were still on the uh, on the army base. Did you hear about that? Yeah, where they sexually assaulted a fourteen to fifteen year old boy or something like that in the bathroom. Yeah, and the other guy strangling and smothering his wife. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- that's just what we want. Plane loads of those. Exactly. I mean, it's like they're coming straight from Afghanistan. That's a culture over there. I mean, and everybody knows it. Like as far as this whole thing with uh, the, the you know abusing the boys and that whole that whole thing is been going on for since the beginning of time, the beginning of time, and it's not really changed. And the culture with Islam and whatnot, it kind of cements it into stone, unfortunately. So when they come over here, they're not gonna just all of a sudden be different. That's why I say you gotta have legal immigration with proper vetting processes so maybe you can identify a guy that has a 12 year old bride and say okay sir you're not going to get into the country but that didn't (laughs) but that didn't happen yeah yeah uh i had i had a bit of a problem uh i did just a couple of minutes here uh i don't know if you remember but i started a very small channel about a year and a half ago called zoop java so I've had some problems the last couple of months, so I haven't really done anything on it. And uh, so anyways, I I, up, I recorded a video, and I'll go to upload it, and I couldn't find my channel. And then I went into my email, and they told me that they eliminated it for uh, some kind of uh, false, uh, what do you call it, false... Um, stuff about the virus oh really so you got you got deleted your whole channel got deleted because of that or just a video got deleted yeah it, i was but then uh, i i and i actually was surprised at this was uh i i um appealed it and i said to them you know i um well to begin with i took your advice and that was don't don't have any profanity on there so i figured you know that's going to help me and it didn't seem to. And then uh, I said, the last thing that I put up was three months ago. How is it you guys are just finding it now? Like, oh, they, they, they always do that. They, they, they'll go back four they, years. They didn't even have, like I said, what, what exactly is it that I did? All they did was they said, here's the terms of service. You did something in here. And <laughs> I just went, hey, they, man, like yeah. – uh, if you guys can you at least be half decent enough to tell me what I did if you're going to cancel me like this? And nope. Anyways, I was lucky enough to. Uh, they said, "Oh, we re-reviewed it, and you got your channel back." But man, that's that's weird. And like I've been looking at everybody else out there, and I I can't believe the stuff everybody else is saying. And I never said anything close to it. Yeah, but they, they but that's, that's how they do though. I mean they. It's, it's random and arbitrary. Sometimes you get targeted. It's, it's a lot of different things. And they, they never tell you what's going on. They just kind of do stuff. And it's, it's just weird. Yeah, so anyways, I, that's, that's why I uh, also 
put a, a channel up on like BitChute and Odyssey too, just in case this happened. And I was I was really happy that just in case it did happen, I did have those ones at least. But uh, anyway, thanks a lot. You're not taking up a lot of time. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. All righty. Shout out to my man Cigar Box for the call. Yeah, they will delete your channel in a heartbeat over nothing. That does happen a lot. 100%. Um, I saw a comment I wanted to respond to. I'm not really sure where it was. Oh, somebody said the Taliban's going to eliminate that behavior, you know, with the underage boys and the, the wife beating. That's what you think. You know, a lot of them, they do the exact same thing that they say that they don't want to happen in the country. You know, that's that's just what it is. Um, like the whole thing with the um, the poppy. Now, back when, the Af- back when the Taliban first came to Afghanistan, back, you know, I think, what was this, like before 01 or whatever, like in the 90s, or maybe even after that. But anyway, the Taliban were burning, they, they were burning the poppy fields, but they also had a big reserve of the poppy that they didn't burn, and they were able to sell that to be able to, um, they, they were able to sell that at a higher price because the poppy was burned, so the price of the poppy went up, you see? So they could sell the reserve and get more money for that than they would have just for the crops that were growing. So a lot of stuff they do, don't, 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 don't believe the hype from the Taliban. Okay, and if you're trying to call again, anybody, one call per night, please. I don't do two calls on the same night for, for one person. So let's get to the next one. Two and five, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill, how's it going? Hey, that was all right. How about yourself? Uh, everything's everything's good. So far, so good. So basically, what I wanted to, the question I have, sorry, the on one of your videos I had I saw where the two women were harassing the two guys inside the, the library, inside the college, telling them this is a colored only area, even though white is a color. I think they need mm-hmm. to go back to grade school, to be honest. Because uh, that's something that, uh, yeah, I saw your videos, pretty graphic. I couldn't watch all of it because honestly, it was pretty disturbing. And the fact that they have uh, Police Lives Matter uh, shirts on. And honestly, if that was me, they handle it a lot better than I would. Because, well, first of all, if I know that they were wearing like Black Lives Matter stuff, I'd have, that'd, have, that'd have put me on high alert. So I'd have, I'd have been watching my back regardless if I was them. Right. Yeah, because. Because you culturally are aware that people, there's people out there, there's a lot of people out there that don't use their brain, and they're just they're just completely brainwashing. You tell, oh, oh, Trump supports the racist, they'll just go along with it. God forbid they want to attack somebody and go to jail and not think twice, and then actually go to jail, and a lot of them wind up regretting it anyway. But one thing, go ahead. No, I'm listening. Go ahead. But. The one, the one thing I saw on your channel when I watched your video about the um, that ridiculous stunt you said that was on the view where they said two of their cast members had COVID, and you just said you said that um, they were uh, it was just basically like a it was a little stunt like an advertisement of getting the vaccine. Pretty much, yeah, because it's like all right, it, it took a test for the virus before they had to show because. Kamala Harris was coming on. So my thought process is, all right, take the test before the show starts. So if you have the virus, you don't go on. 
So, but when they came, like the timing was ridiculous. They they came and got him right before they were going to announce Kamala Harris. It came out like a second before. So I was like, that that wasn't that wasn't planned. That wasn't orchestrated really from the producers. I mean, come on, it was so obvious. And the thing is, she didn't even leave backstage speaking about Kamala Harris. So they could have just stayed out there. What was the point in taking them and having them go backstage if they got the virus when Kamala Harris is backstage? And they put a camera back there and did a remote interview with her. It was so dumb. It was obviously to promote the vax. But, you know, to the average normie, they may not see it that way. They just, they, they'll get advertised to and not even know it. Yeah. And another story I wanted to touch on that you covered about the, the guy with the YouTube channel. I forgot, what was the name? Something Hellcat? Omi and the Hellcat. Oh, yeah. Omi and the Hellcat, right? Um, now, most of the people are calling him a you know, that come from certain communities. Most people are calling him a rat and a bit of a snitch, just the fact that he tried to rat on everybody else. That he, uh, he basically, he's getting busted and like he's getting busted for like tax fraud and all that other kind of stuff. But it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's insane how much money you can make off of YouTube. I heard he was selling some other stuff, not saying selling drugs, like trying to sell his own cable Trying to like start his own cable company. Did you hear anything about that? Okay, so here's the story. Now, first of all, he didn't tell on anybody because, I mean, who did he tell on? Like he was he was um, talking to the news and saying some of his colleagues. Basically, huh? Go ahead. Oh my bad. Now go ahead. So um, so basically, what I thought, because I, I, I had watched somebody else's reaction video to it, and they said so. Basically, yes, he's snitching on somebody. I was like, oh, I didn't really hear any snitching. He didn't bring up any names. But and, uh, he probably just said he probably said I have friends that do that kind of stuff. And oh no, nah, I mean that's not snitching. It's like okay, check it out. If yeah, if you got people that are being sued actively by Directv with public cases for doing the exact same thing that Omi and the Hellcat is being accused of, it's not snitching if you say that because anybody can look it up. It's public information. That's not something that is not known. You can't snitch on something that everybody knows. It's just like. If I get on TV and play basketball for eight hours and then somebody says, hey, I saw ABL playing basketball and you, like, can I say that as a snitch? No, I was on TV doing it. So it's not secret. So that's not snitching. See what, what he was doing. YouTube is just what he was doing just because it's money in YouTube. Of course, it's a lot of money in YouTube, but where he made his money was off of basically jailbroken fire sticks. And he had a streaming service called Gears TV. And he was charging people $15 a month to have this service and you could watch live TV. You could watch movies or whatever through streaming. And he had it set up through like a private Twitch network. And he was basically selling access to the Twitch network to watch streaming stuff. This was not actually illegal up until December of 2020. And he was doing it from 2016 to 2019. So he was in a legal gray area. Uh The thing, the thing that he did was just not pay taxes because he had a raggedy kind of a, he had kind of a, not raggedy accountant, he had kind of an unprepared low-level H&R block type accountant and not a tax attorney or a tax firm or a, a firm of lawyers helping them out. Got it. Basically, when you, it's like, basically, when you get in that kind of business, when you're making a lot of money, you always gotta have to have a have a good lawyer, regardless. You gotta have a team of lawyers. If you're making millions of dollars, you need a team of lawyers. You need a people need 
a tax, uh, you need an accountant, financial advisor, a lawyer, a whole team. Yeah. So basically, so basically being, being rich and having that much money, is just a big responsibility. More money, more problems. Huh? More money, more problems. Yeah. That's why, see, I, I like having money, but I would see, that's why I never want to be rich because it's just, it seems like it's more of a headache than, than it is ha- actually having fun. Yeah. Hire accountants and what? It's, 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 it's pros and cons, you know, because if you don't have money, you got problems. If you do have it, you got problems too. I, I definitely would say it's better to have money than to not have it. But it's just like anything else, man, being an adult, you just got to be responsible and got to take care of your business. That's all. Yeah, that's uh yeah, you're basically, you're right. You're right about that. And, uh, all right, then that's basically all about it. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, ABL. All right, a good call. Yeah, the IRS, you had to be on point. Like, I don't play around with the IRS. I pay my I pay quarterly taxes. And I always get letters. Oh, you didn't pay. Yes, I did pay. Here's my bank statements. Cancel checks. Here's a letter. Here's everything. Boom. And please can I get a refund? You owe me that money too. Let me get that. I don't play. You know, I it nah. I'm not going to the penitentiary. I'm not having my stuff taken. I'm not having no levy on my house or nothing crazy like that. It ain't going down. Period. All right, let's get to the next one here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Already on the line, we're speaking to 817. 817. Yeah, is ABL? Yes, it is. Hey, um, listen, this is Todd down in Texas. Listen, I, I was just going to bring up the whole um, the COVID thing just for a quick second. And what I wanted to ask you was how is the media able to avoid what's going on like over in India? And um, and you don't take my word for it. If anybody Googles Uttar Pradesh or a couple of the states over there, and they look at the home kits, they're sending these home kits to the families. And guess what? Ivermectin is one of the main ingredients of that little home kit. They're down to like single-digit cases for like a country. Like Uttar Pradesh, 204 million people. I mean, that's like two-thirds of the U.S., right? Correct. They're down with single-digit cases? How is that possible? How is the world ignoring what they're doing? I mean, how are they getting away with calling ivermectin just horse paste? I mean, I'm just wondering. I mean, we know they control the mainstream media, but the world is ignoring what they're doing. I mean, do you have any idea how they're doing that? I mean, it's, it's very simple because they have control of the media. They can put out whatever they want to put out. They can tell you that the sky is green when you know it's blue. And people believe it because they believe whatever they see on television. Unfortunately, the average person, most normies just believe it. And then when alternative media comes in, they are often seen as, by, by these same people, they're often seen as um, not credible, um, fake. So they're not going to believe it. But, well, let me ask you this. Do you think it's the same? Is it that bad over in Europe? I mean, you got to figure UK, you got to figure Germany, France. I mean, all these other countries, are they all blind like us? I mean, India has got it right. India's whipping this thing, and they're using ivermectin. They're one of the least uh, vaccinated countries in the world. Now, they are, that line is trending up, and this is all public data. You can go Google 
COVID-19 stats. I mean, they can't hide that. You know, I mean, this is something anybody and everybody can see for themselves. And is the rest of the world just blind like we are? I mean, obviously, what you just said is the truth. I mean, I think anyone that watches and listens to you, and, and thank God you're out there presenting the facts as it is, but my goodness, is the rest of the world like this as well? I mean, you know, it just it, it floors me to see that going on over there, you know, a country or, or a state within India, which is Uttar Pradesh, which is one of the most poor out of all of them. And they're whipping this thing. And Ivermectin's at the forefront. And over here, you mentioned Ivermectin, and they're going to ban you from YouTube. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. So I just want to thank you for what you do. But, again, I'm just curious if England and all these other countries over there, are they in the same media hellhole that we're in? I'm just wondering. It's a good question. I'm not exactly sure about them over there, but I would probably presume so. Western country kind of on the same wave as the U.S. to a certain extent. I wouldn't doubt it if they were. Yeah. Well, man, I, like I said, I'd encourage you to take a look at it. And I, I don't want you to say the I word. I don't want to see you banned on YouTube. But, uh, my goodness, if, if any and all the listeners and watchers can just check it out for themselves, don't take my word for it. And, uh, you know, maybe one of these days the truth will get out. But, uh, hey, man, I appreciate what you do. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it. You got it. You know, great call. I think it's all about money, though, because a lot of these uh, big pharma, look at look at all the commercials on television. What you don't have, I'll tell you what, I'm not exactly sure about UK or other countries, what they do as far as their media, but I know about our media. What do you see on our media that you don't see over in UK, for example? You don't see drug commercials over there. You know, you see it over here, it's like normal. You see this... Um, Active, yeah, and they got some type of lady running through a field talking about some this medication may cause suicidal thoughts. Your back might explode. You might develop a third uh, leg out your back. Whatever, whatever. But hey, it's for it's it's to it's to it's to treat mild sickness. Side effects could be death. These commercials are normal to us, but not to them over over across the pine. And the whole point is that some of these companies they have these drugs they have a financial interest a vested interest in the vex so you put two and two together and see why they don't want to have things like ivm you put out there as a, a possible remedy same thing with hcq and everything else same thing with exercising and dieting and not being a thousand pounds the size of a whole uh h3 hummer going down uh um i-95 at 100 miles an hour but anyway so here's an article for you guys from Business Insider India. It's crazy because <laughs> this is kind of what's going on. Um, I don't think it's the Indians that put it out, just to be clear. I think it's one of those AP stories that it just picked up on this particular website. But it says, fully vaccinated, single, and ready to mingle. You can now kiss your date, Oregon officials say. Hey, you can only kiss on the date if you vaccinate it. <laughs> you can shoot heroin on the street and it's fine. You can smoke crack on the street and it's fine. But you want to kiss your date? Oh man, you got to get the vax. Are are we are we living in bizarre world or is it just me? Oregon, please tighten up. Left coast in general, please tighten up. I'm seeing active crack smokers in broad daylight, acting like nothing's going on. They're living their best life. 
They got the liquor in one hand, cocaine in the other hand, and it's fine. But don't you dare go into a park walking your dog without the vaps and the mask. <laughs> it's so dumb. I mean, come on. I, I, I refuse to live in a place like that. Just on principle of I don't want to live in, a, in, in an idiotic place. Right? All right. But I'm going to keep on going here. I don't want to get too triggered. Let's go to the next call. 843, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, y'all. It's Joey. Um, I was, how are you doing tonight? All right. Things are right about yourself. I just want to say, first and foremost, the whole, um, the whole quote-unquote whipping thing, that, let's be honest, that was nothing more but a distraction um, because it's blankly obvious that um, – Biden's policies are nothing but miserably failing or, or miser- is a miserable failure, basically. Um, I mean, Harris was never there. Biden's obviously not going to go there. So, I mean, it's funny. And then also you got the media, obviously, they're not covering except for Fox, of course, because of their drones and whatnot. But they're not covering until a story that goes with their interests, obviously, um, appears up. And now they suddenly give, give attention to it. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I mean, let's be like, that's how I can't like, like trust like the mainstream media on, on whatnot. So, um, I'd say, and it's funny because, um, Biden's too busy fighting us, the, the American people over a freaking, I mean, a vaccine, you know, and, and they, but while all these migrants that are coming in, they don't got to do it. They ain't going to do it. It's basically treating us like we're second class citizens. And while the, the illegals, because I guess they're potential voters, um, I guess they are exempt from that. How ironic is that? <laughs> it's funny how that works when they want something from you or they give you all types of uh, all types of benefits and leeway and exemptions and it's fine. But if they don't need to get anything from you and they already got you, eh, you don't you don't get any special treatment, no benefits. Put your mask on, get the shot and have that be that. Yeah, I know. It's funny. It's like he wants to mandate like this whole like thing. I mean, honestly, let's let's be honest here. Um, you know, I mean, let's be honest. If he really cared about people's public health, he should look at his son, uh, Biden. He should look at his son. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, that, that's right. I mean, there's definitely some public health issues there. I mean, you got drug addiction. You got a bunch of other addictions, mental problems. That, that, that man's a whole big mess. It's a whole basket case. Get, get admitted to the hospital right now and tighten up to get it together. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like they, they like they it's like there's more to like, like uh, staying healthy besides like quote unquote wearing a mask or taking a vaccine. Um, eating healthy, working out, not smoking, not drinking, and especially not be doing any drugs. I mean, and getting a good night's rest, all things considered, of which is, is is crucial to living a healthy lifestyle, in my opinion. For sure, one hundred percent. Like me, I'm I'm super healthy. Like I eat super clean. I don't eat a whole lot. I don't weigh a thousand pounds. I get plenty of sleep. <laughs> I don't drink drug, none of that type of stuff. I don't take a lot of medication. I don't. I don't. I've not taken a Tylenol in many years. I don't even do that. So. I'm in good shape. A lot of people are just not in good shape. And then they're wondering why they don't feel good. I was like, if you, if you were to treat yourself better, maybe you would feel better. Now, now I'm not trying to like 
bully people on their like health decisions. And that includes like the vaccine. Cause I mean, some people may be struggling with it, but they want to get themselves better. But the last person, honestly, I want to hear about lecturing me about my health is just some like, well, especially like one of those people, you know, in like the West coast who are just smoking crack in broad daylight. Like people are just, do all these drugs, do all, all this other stuff, and they just don't care. They're just, like, wasting their lives away. There you go. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, there's, there's just going through my TED Talk. I mean, let's, let's – I mean, oh, <laughs> it's ridiculous how we've come, come so far for this. I mean, what, what, why do they don't get it? Like, it's our body, our choice, right? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I like always – what that's... I just mentioned. Right. What I mentioned about eating and uh, all these other and doing drugs and whatnot, it's our body, our choice. It affects us by our choices and not the government. The government should not be managing somebody's health. And that includes vaccination. If you want to do it, that's great. I'm not bullying. I'm not wanting to bully other people for making that decision. That's totally up to them. You know, that's right. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you uh, much longer. So have a good night, ABL. I thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate it. No problem. All right. Great call. 314 online. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABA. This is Anna. All righty. How are you? All is well. How are you? I'm well. Can't complain. I just heard a caller earlier uh, asking if the same thing is going on in Europe. And I'm originally from Germany, wanted to let you guys know, yes, it is over there as well. Mm. Germany, England, France, Hungary, all Europe, it's the same problem. They are protesting over there the same way. Yeah, and I figured that it would be like that because a lot of Western countries, they have some of the same propaganda and some of the same people that are working to destroy all places that are very similar you know, uh, good economics and decent culture and whatnot. They're trying to ruin them with a lot of the misinformation. And it's really a shame, but I'm glad that people are starting to wake up and they're protesting against it. So all is not lost. People are not just sheep and willing to believe everything. At least not everyone is like that. That's right. And pay attention to the socialists, you know. And that's right. Absolutely. Exactly. Stay close to God. Well, got got to do it. That's the best way to go about it. There you go. Uh, I appreciate you, IBL. You're doing great. I love your show. All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All righty. Shout out to the German caller. Yeah, I figured it was like that over there because, you know, Western countries, they got a lot of the same propaganda, a lot of the same propagandists operating in all places like that. 610, you're online. I'm speaking to Hello? Yes, 610, who am I speaking to? Yep, this is Kiara. All righty, what's going on? Oh, hi. Um, So, uh, I'm a new, like, uh, I guess you would say, like, conservative. Um, I kind of had my mind changed um, just recently this year during my first uh, election. Um. And so I guess my question for you is, um, as somebody who is basically new in this whole political world, 
I have other friends who are completely brainwashed by what the left does. And it's just com- everything that the news says just goes right through one ear and they just completely believe it. And so I even have family members that like completely don't talk to me because of this. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad because, you know, they're always preaching about we need unity and we need people to be on our side and change. But they're the same ones always separating themselves from the you know real problem. So I guess my question to you is just like, how could I like really influence people a little bit more on how to like really change their mind and just do their own research? Cause I'm not really about like forcing people on, on like what their views are, but I guess like, you know, I just, I just want people to just do their own research more, I guess, you know? Well, for me, I'm, I don't know. I, like that, that's a, that's a, that's a common question I get about how to convince people. Yeah. How do I, now some people say different things like they have methods of being able to do that. But me, I'm an aggressive person. When I try to right. talk to people, you know, like the way I talk right now, the way I sound, the way I sound all the time. So, and I'm mm-hmm. tall, I'm a big guy. So then when I'm talking to somebody, it's kind of like aggressive. So I don't really like doing that too much. What I like to do is I'll just say things around the person not necessarily toward them, kind of passive, but again, I'm not really trying to be aggressive because they want to fight and then it's just, a, it, it, it never works. So I'll just say things that they can hear. I was like, man, you know, that, that border is crazy, man. All them Haitians, I wonder what happened. And I won't even try to really go too deeper. I won't try to really debate it or discuss it. I'll just say it and leave it there. Like I said before, I'll just plant little seeds in the ground and watch them grow. If they grow, they grow. If they don't, they don't. But my best method is being able to say things around people, have them hear it. And then if they start to kind of become curious and they come to me and they start to ask questions, I'll break it down to them in a respectful way. And I'm understanding the fact that they're still kind of on the left. So I'm not really trying to give them too much too soon, but I'll explain mm-hmm. it to them in the basic and non-political way that I start to kind of get mm-hmm. the, 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 the gears moving. That's usually yeah. how it works. A lot of friends of mine from back in the day that kind of, they're not necessarily like me becoming conservative. Then now they're hitting me up saying, Hey man, we, 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 you know, give me your opinion about this. What do you think about that? You were right. I'm kind of getting that now. So you may lose some people right now, but don't, don't let it discourage you because it's going to happen, but you're going to gain yeah, more yeah. people. And if they're real friends, if they're real people in your life, they're not going to abandon you over a political decision that you make. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah. Cause my father-in-law, he kind of, opened my eyes up a little more and um i did a lot of my research i i I watched so many of your videos and like thomas sowell candace owens charlie kirk ben shapiro you know you you name it all the big conservatives and one thing that like you guys always stuck with the same message is just america is for the free and it's not for the people that are trying to control you and put more government into your life and you know, distract you from things that you want to achieve in life. And I just completely got so discouraged during this election because I knew Biden wasn't going to win, but I was just like, you know, I was so in high hopes that Trump was going to take back the country. But, I mean, everything happened for a reason. I mean, especially what's happening with our border, with with the vice president acting like this. I mean, how could you say that you're, you know, for women's equality and all these rights that women are trying to fight for, even though, we're the ones that get paid the most. We're the ones that live the longest. We're the ones that, 
you know, like, <laughs> I guess, like, I don't know. It's just, it's just so backwards and just people, I don't know. They just run the other way when the truth is, you know, being told. And it's just, it's just sad. And I've, I've had a family member that passed away during 9-11 in the actual buildings and just seeing Bush speak about that in such a divisive way is just so terrible. You know, it's just like, what a shame, you know, that happened under your presidency and you're coming back 20 years later and just disrespecting even more. So, yeah, it's, it's just it's just a real shame seeing the the way our America, our government is being ran, how all these Democrats are just sweeping things under the rug and how 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 so um, how so controlled the media is by the Democrats. I mean, I didn't even know that. And then. And um, I was telling my mom about it, and she just, you know, she doesn't really care much, but I could tell that she does because her first words about Trump were, he's, you know, he mocks people, he's a racist. And I'm just like, but wait a minute, (laughs) (laughs) you know, where's where's your information for that? So, yeah. Right on. So, yeah, I mean, I think after a while, people will start to kind of, they'll start to come around once they just, whenever they want to, kind of in their own time. And I think that's probably the Mm -hmm. best way to really go about the whole thing. Yeah, I, I just feel like, in in my view, in my point of view, I just feel like there's no way, you know, the Democrats, uh, from whatever whatever they're doing with Biden's policies failing, you know, one by the after the another, I just I I don't see that they're they're really gonna last much longer. And even if Kamala's in presidency, then I don't I don't know where the direction of America is going to because, I mean, people are just living their everyday normal lives, yet people are suffering in Afghanistan. And that's like the worst part of it is that, yeah, he took us out of a war, but he armed our enemy. <laughs> and, you know, this is this is the stuff that's not going to get taught in our school system, sadly. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. You too. All right. Now. Enjoy your night. All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. Yeah. You just got to stay in the fight. Don't don't let them just, you know, kind of say whatever. All right, you want to speak? Now what now I'm speaking to? Hey, yeah, this is uh, Eric. All righty, man. What's going on? Yeah, man, I was just wondering if um, you still had enough to need to talk about the jab a little bit more. Uh, go for it. Yeah, I got a little bit of time. Cool, man. So, uh, yeah, so my wife, she's expecting. She's uh, about a month out uh, Congrats. from our, our first kid. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And, um, you know, it, it's just amazing to me. Like, we bounced around from health system to health system, like from Duke to UNC. And uh, we finally found one, number one, that um, this is all, like, COVID-related, right, where they're, like, telling me, like, I can't be there with my wife. You know, uh, there are all these appointments, like, these new, I mean, we're talking, like, dozens and dozens of appointments here. I can't be there. Um yeah, she has, and she's ESL as well. She's from the Philippines. So, like, she needs me there, right, to help her understand, you know, what's being said sometimes. And um, so there, there's that aspect of it. And then there's also the aspect of how they're always pushing the jab on her and my unborn child, right? Like, they're, you can tell, like, there's this, like, this canned CDC message. You're kind of, like, reciting back the doctors doing that, you know, the one that took the Hippocratic Oath. Uh, you know, to convince us to do the vaccine. Like her and I both had COVID. Like she had it when she was pregnant. You know, we're both naturally immune, which I think is uh, a subject that is 
uh, woefully absent from the public dialogue, right? Um, but anyway, you know, we're, we have antibodies. We should be fine at least for another, you know, six months to a year. I mean, if, you know, depending on what you read. And, and we, we keep telling them, no, no, we're good. No, I mean, we're not anti-vaxxers. You know, we're all about Tdap and MMR and all that. But, you know, it's just amazing how they're trying so hard. And, and, and then when you, when you take that and you look at how there's so little data, and it's all early data on how, you know, the, the jab, you know, affects pregnant women and, you know, very young children, you know, because it's all like experimentally approved by the FDA. Like there hasn't been through like phase three or anything like that. So what what are your sentiments on that? Well, there's a lot there. So what's your like your exact question? Well, like okay, so yeah, I'll I'll uh PLDR for you. So um I guess one question is how they're pushing the vax on uh you know pregnant pregnant women, um, you know, and you know, like really small children now and they and it's not it, to me it seems very irresponsible to do that because there's so little data it's all early data um well so i'll we'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll answer your question now as far as um pregnant women and small children they shouldn't be doing that because we know that there's some issues especially with young men already with myocarditis and other things so if yeah. if young men are having uh, a lot of adverse symptoms from this not even children i'm talking about like teenagers so if you go any younger there probably there, there may be some more problems with this. So, and also as far yeah, as girls too, girls are actually more more genetically prone to contracting myocarditis. Right. So cardio. Sorry. Right. Girls as well. And then the thing about it is, children don't really die from the virus at all. It's like the last I checked, yeah. I think they said like two hundred and thirty or so kids in the whole country this year died from the virus, compared to that many people or more that that many children or more being shot in Chicago this, this year, not shot and killed, but just shot. So more kids were shot in Chicago and survived or died or whatever than all the kids who died from the virus in the whole country this year. So it's not even needed. And then as far as pregnant women, there's been complications there. There's been issues there. So until we get a full scope of what's going to happen, then it shouldn't be pushed on pregnant women or children. Or anybody really, but definitely not pregnant women or children. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the first resort should be therapeutics, right? Um, you know, and it's like they keep, you know, when I say they, yeah, you know, I'm talking about, you know, like the, the government, you know, them in collusion with the mass media, keep trying to shut down these novel treatments that are, you know, uh, usually off label, but they are very effective, as been proven by, you know, doctors in the ICU and so forth, like NAC. NAC, NAC is a very good example. Um, you know, that was available on Amazon about three or four days ago. Now it's not because now it's being controlled by the FDA. Right. So it just, it's just mind-blowing how they're trying to shut down, you know, natural immunity, shut down therapeutics, you know, anything from a, from a prophylaxis standpoint. And it's, uh, I, I just, what else could it be about them? Because it's clearly not about health as it was. They would be encouraging these therapies, but it has to be about control. Wouldn't you say? That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. ABL, my wife and I both love you, man. And I'm definitely, you know, with little ones born, we're going to play our videos. 
for her too. So really appreciate you, buddy. I right, thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Take care, man. Bye-bye. All right. Great way to end it, but that'll be a wrap. Thank y'all for being here. If you couldn't get on, it's not my fault. But I'll try to get you on the next time. The phone lines are blowing up. I had like four or five in the queue right there. So uh, thank you for everybody that to everybody that's watching, to everybody that called, to everybody that retweeted, liked, shared, commented, subscribed. Thank you for doing what you do. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, shout out to the mods for keeping the trolls in check as much as possible. I got a few super chats on deck. I'm going to read those right quick. And then we're going to go ahead, wrap it on up, put the bow on the top. Also, I didn't shout out my sponsors for some reason. I'm messing up. Shout out to my sponsors, of course. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, the best source on the internet for news and information, iPads, all that good stuff. Great source. They're right here locally in Tennessee, East Tennessee area. Good guys. I met them. PatriotPost.us. Check them out. Also, go to Mr1920.com, Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R. 1920.com for some beautiful handmade American soaps. That's right, soaps. Anniversary gift, birthday gift, something just for yourself, whatever you want to get. Go to that particular website in the description box. Also, shout out to um, the guys make my flags, the beautiful handmade wooden flags are right behind me. That's bhedesigns.com. Bhedesigns.com. Link will be in the box. Get one just like those or one of your very own, whatever kind of size you want. Also, shout out to me. Shout out to myself. Um, AnthonyBLogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. All my articles are on there for every video. I, I cite my sources. I write every article myself. Everything's on there. I got my email, my snail mail, all my social medias. I have... Um, my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that's right on the website, on the contact page. But you can find pretty much whatever you want on anthonyblogan.com. Also, what else we got? ablmerch.com. We got hats, T-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more. I got more hoodies coming out. I got to find some time to get all this merch done the way I want it to be. But still, go to ablmerch.com. Now, I got super chats on deck. I'm going to read those, and then I'll wrap it on up. I'll be back again live on Wednesday, and I should be back on Brandon Tatum's channel next win- next Thursday after the Wednesday show. I should I think this past Thursday they had a police panel, so I wasn't on that. But I I should be back next week if he's there and he's able to do the show. So, um, also oh shout out to my alternative media platforms. I do have a BitChute account, and a link for that will be in the box. So if you don't want to do YouTube and you just want to have something else to visit. More than YouTube, every video I put on YouTube goes to BitChute automatically. Link for that will be in the box. Okay, Super Chats on deck, and then wrap it on up. Um, Let me see. Uh, Rich Brand 1128J says, YouTube Peggy, Healthy American for Religious Exemptions. She has great information. Thank you for that. Thank you to uh, Dingle Hound, who says, Military Contact Senator... Cotton or Johnson. Uh, he also says, or they also say, military checkout, technical underscore paradactyl. Um, pterodactyl, pardon me, paradactyl. Pterodactyl, the P is silent. P-T-E-R-O-D-A-C-T-Y-L. Tactical underscore, underscore pterodactyl on TikTok, plethora of information. Also, uh, Dinkelhound says, stop pregnancy holidays. 
Chinese, et cetera, come to states on holiday, quote holiday, deliver their kid, and now the kid is a citizen. Right. That's also called birth tourism, where they come over here and they're about a thousand months pregnant and they drop the baby. Now you got an anchor baby. Not a good thing. Thank you to Jim Jones, who says, Muslim friends I had growing up, I catch them lying. Their defense is, I swear to God, bro. Then I say, okay, swear in the Quran. The reply, crickets. <laughs> Thank you to Brenda Wilson, who says, great show, love your content. AB, stay strong. Everyone, God didn't have us, get, didn't give us a spirit of fear in us. There you go. Thank you to Angel for the gold emoji. Thank you to LAMH for becoming a member for nine months straight. I appreciate you for that. Who says, did 15,000 Haitians swim to the Texas border? <laughs> no, they didn't. A lot of them got on the plane and flew. And a lot of them had already been in South America for many years. Ever since the earthquake thing happened a long time ago, way back in the day. Remember that? They've been in Chile and Brazil since like 2012, 2013 waiting for the right time to come over and then they get Joe Biden in office. Oh, the border's open. We lit. Come on over right now. That's what happened. I think it's a Mr. Though or thou who says my grandpa was in army for the party against the CCP. When they took over, they would beat him daily and have him praise them. This could happen here. Yeah. Hopefully we don't go through that at all. Um, <laughs> That, that shout out to Tasha. Tasha says, no tea on deck. My bad, not you, white man slipping. <laughs> oh, it's all good. But hey, thank you for being here. I'll be back live again on Wednesday. And the tea going to be back and all that good stuff. I got one more. Y'all keeping me. Portland says, hey, Anthony, check out Saucy. Okay, let's not promote other YouTubers on my channel, please. Good guy, though. Shout out to him, but let's not. Anyway, you guys have been great. And until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.